Alpha, you know what I need. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, that's not what I was thinking, Alpha. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, I guess that's all we have. Sure. With Battle Welcome to Aliens with Battleborgs, the show that I completely forgot the name of for a half second there. <laughs> um, yeah, as you can tell, it's a it's, it's a rip roar and good good Saturday afternoon for me. Uh, I'm Lexi, your host as always, um, and joining me this week, uh, we've only got one regular with us. Uh, say hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Very good, excellent. <laughs> classic, classic joke. Never has gotten old. Waka waka. <laughs> um, none of the other regulars can make it today, so I uh, scrounged up some guests. Uh, first of all, we have Frankie. Hey, I'm so happy I finally get a chance to guest on this show. Big fan. Long time, first time. Yeah, like uh, there were always a favorite guest of ours. Uh, Back in the TWA era, and I'm I'm glad mm-hmm. they were able to come come with us on this new journey. Yeah, I'm excited, especially since I haven't seen any Power Rangers since the last episode, which was only <laughs> like five episodes ago. But now it's a new show, so yeah, a lot's changed for once. Mm-hmm. The for TWA once. era sounds like a like a weird, really shitty wrestling promo. <laughs> oh, man, okay. shittier than a shitty wrestling promo is kind of our brand, isn't it? I mean, yeah. You lay there as painfully as possible. I want you to remember the TWA era. I want you to remember all the failed bits. I want you to remember all the sandbagging and wallow in it. Oh, boy. Um, You can't just say wrestling promo when I'm around and not expect something. No, no, no. I was was, was was hoping that would happen. Yeah, Yeah, that was, was, I think, exactly what as intended. Um, joining us this week also um, from the, uh, I guess, now ended podcast, War and Beast, we've got Jordan. Hi. I really don't have anything extra to add to that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine. Um, Pour one out for War and Beast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we've said it before, but again, congratulations on actually finishing something. That's an yeah. alien no, concept for most yeah. of us. It was a lot of fun. and I mean, we've, we finished Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Kinda. <laughs> That's true. Uh, most of us did. Um, I also um got a 
kind of a weird request from this guy who wanted to be on. He said his name was Zach, which is weird because oh. it kind of sounded it sounded familiar to me, but I don't know why. Oh, you mean like from uh, All on the Watchtower? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, see, I that's what I thought at first days. too, but oh, no, no, it's it's someone else. Uh, Zach, do you want to say hi? I don't know. I don't understand what the fiction is. Because I thought it was that I just didn't exist, but then you referenced the other show, and now I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Zach, that is, that is the true Aliens with Battleborgs experience. Okay, because I thought it was something like, well, we went back in time, so that show never existed, because oh. that's what they're doing this. I'm, okay. Zach, I'm sorry. No, Are you no, expecting no. this show to have an attention to continuity equal to the show we're you know talking about? Because well, uh, I about, feel like we're it's about equal See, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like we're <laughs> meeting that bar. I thought it was going to be going back in time, so I thought we were doing Dream Drop Distance, but actually we're doing Chain of Memories. Yeah, exactly. because we're messing with sex memories, and the longer the show goes the more he forgets, and then he'll remember his friend Namine. Yeah. Now, to be to be fair, we don't have to do any, like, weird bullshit for Zach to just forget things. Can I say something really quickly before we start mm-hmm. the episode, which is, I've watched a lot of time travel fiction. This is the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> like, oh, that's because it's not really time travel fiction. Yeah. They treat I time travel the same way they treat any other like narrative conceit as a well i mean it's calvin ball it's all calvin ball they just throw out terms and then abandon them <laughs> right. at will it's just so like it it doesn't even try to make sense in a way that is kind of honorable actually like they no, just there's... don't give a shit so i kind of like that. i prefer i guess i prefer them just not bothering to try and make it make sense versus the thing a lot of shows do where it's clearly falling apart, but they're scrambling to keep the fiction together somehow. I, I like Looper where, like, he starts asking questions and then Bruce Willis is just like, shut up, shut up. Don't, don't think about it too hard. It's, it's, don't worry it's an about allegory, it. okay? It's a fucking <laughs> allegory. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I do respect a, a work of fiction that just directly addresses its audience. Like, hey, stop thinking about this, yeah. dumbasses. Yeah. Didn't Austin Powers do that? That well, sounds like something. Is a, is a comedy. Yeah, for I one, know. It's and a comedy, for another, so... it literally had a character turn directly to the camera and tell the audience explicitly not to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, like that's that. right. Like yeah. it's like oh, my eyes have gone cross. Oh, don't worry about all that time travel stuff. And then turn to the camera, and you shouldn't either. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There are there are some bits of those movies that hold up. I would oh, say the, not many. The, yeah, I a, really think all the non poop jokes, like all the non sex and poop jokes, are pretty good in that in that series. It's just a lot of it is that. So yeah. So, so the problem is there's some really good humor wrapped around a package that I find like unbearably obnoxious. Yeah. I I, yeah. I mean all the like puns like Basil exposition and stuff is all good. Like. The really dumb, absurdist jokes, like the the um, the car that they have to do the eighty-seven point turn in because it's in the hallway. Like all that stuff is still <laughs> solid. It's just yeah, it's just also there's like a four minute sequence where he pretends to be a fountain that's peeing, and it's the worst. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of Mike Myers. Yeah, true. You have to put up with a whole lot of yeah. bullshit to get to his good stuff. 
So did he, did he like, actually retire, or did his career just end? Like, I don't know what happened to Mike Myers. I think it kind of like, ended after that Guru one. Well, that's the thing is, I know the Love Guru bombed, but I feel like he, like, but then, like, he did Cat in the Hat, and then he was in, like, some movie where he was, like, on an airplane. No, that was before, wasn't it? I thought it was before. See, yeah. everything you're talking about sounds like the downward trajectory of a, like, comedic actor whose star has faded. Yeah, I, I mean, in fairness, like, he's Shrek, so he'll never have to, like, yeah. actually physically act again if he doesn't mm-hmm. want to. Uh, do he, you, he got that Shrek money. Do you know what he's doing right now? Because it's fucking really bizarre. Tell oh, me. I think I heard about this. It, it There is a gong show oh, yes. reboot where he is playing a character named Tommy Maitland, who's a British comedian. Except it's clearly Mike Myers, but they have never mm. admitted that it's Mike Myers in a way that's super bizarre and kind of cool. Yeah, it's wrestling. They're doing a sort of metatextual thing where they're pretending this is an actual person. Well, so so having an actual game show with a fake host who's like actually mm-hmm. very clearly a character isn't totally a new thing, although maybe it just doesn't seem like a new thing to me because I'm a total nerdo, and I remember the, the very brief game show on ABC that only lasted for six episodes based on You Don't Know Jack. Yeah, I knew, I knew that one. <laughs> um, like, the more you described that, the more the answer was very clearly yes. I, for, I forget I forget the name of the, the character he played, but it was hosted by fucking Paul Rubens. Yeah, yeah uh, that's a cool Fucking one. Pee Wee Herman playing a character. The thing about this that I love is, like, They've never admitted it. Like it's he's he doesn't appear in the credits. It's not like it's not like didn't, they've didn't they go out of their way to like have some like news articles or something that said yes, no, they yeah, aren't totally. the same they person. like announced the the host as this character. It's I've never I've only watched like two episodes of it and honestly it's not mm-hmm. great, but I genuinely think that's a cool weird fucking thing that they're doing. So Sounds like a sitcom plot. Yes. It kind of makes you wonder why because you would like you'd think there'd be people like in this conversation you'd be like, "Oh, hey, Mike Myers is hosting a thing. I like Mike Myers." Yeah, it's but bizarre. But they're I guess deliberately avoiding that audience. I'm going to guess the answer is Mike Myers or somebody on the production team thought it would be funny. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe well, yeah, pull- but, like, that is some monumental commitment to the bit. Like, yeah. god damn. Yeah, speaking of speaking of commitment to the bit, <laughs> it's yeah, time what for is the new segment. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, so, as I'm sure you all know, uh, news is divided into four categories on this show. The okay. Mighty category, the Morphin category, the Alien category, and the Ranger category. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, as I was preparing to, um, I was preparing for the news, as I always do, I opened up the Google news uh website and i was going to type in the first category and i could just feel the cold clammy hand of death gripping around my shoulders as i just looked over the headlines that loaded in (laughs) i decided that i'm done with news for a while so instead we're going to turn this into a get to know your hosts game okay (laughs) okay Uh, we're still going to stick to the same categories um we're going to go around and i'm going to ask each of you um, to give me your favorite, I guess, entry for each category. So, for instance, we'll start with the Mighty category. So, I guess the question is, who's your favorite Mighty? Like, Mighty Joe Young, Mighty Mouse, Mighty Max, Mighty mm, Ducks, I like Mighty Max. Sort of I used to buy, uh, 
I used to. Zach, please wait your turn. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> but you, you kind of opened that question to the floor. So, Zach, who's your favorite? Yes. You didn't specify anybody. I was getting to that. I like Mighty Max. It's fun. Um, I had a bunch of them when I was growing up. My sister had a bunch of Polly Pockets. I don't know if it's actually the same company, but it's basically the same exact toy. Um, Technically, it is. Did you guys ever, like, swap stuff from them? Yeah, uh, not, like, intentionally, but I'm sure they just all went in big box and got all mixed up. So, yeah. I have no fucking idea what happened to all those garbage toys. That's a good question. They are probably in a landfill somewhere. Yeah, I like Mighty I will Max. say the Mighty Max cartoon is way better than a show based on that toy had any right to be. Yeah, I think we've talked about that on like the predecessor of this show. Oh yeah, numerous times. It's it's always worth remembering. It is it is shocking. I mean, listen, it's not high art or anything, but based on the source material, it is a shockingly good and b shockingly dark. Did we ever do like a bonus episode on that show? We no, should. that was that's definitely one of the ones we've meant to get around to for a long time, but we've had so many other like actually relevant to to Power Rangers things to right. discuss before that, or you know Christmas things, right? Or Christmas, yeah. or just shit that we want to watch because it's Christmas. Mm. And I thought I begged if I we... first appear in the Code Lyoko episode on this show. <laughs> yeah, we did a Code Lyoko. Sorry, Jordan, what were you trying to say? I was going to say if you did do a Mighty Max episode, I think I remember begging to be on it. <laughs> I don't think we've done one yet, but maybe yeah. someday. Yeah, That's I what mean, I mean, if I would we ever do that. get around to it, we'll definitely put the call out, and uh, you're definitely on the list, Yay. I guess. Um, so, yeah. Mike, what's your I, favorite I do want to say, I, cards on the table. I'm not that well organized. I, in, admittedly, among our little like crew here, I'm probably one of the better organized <laughs> people, but I don't actually have a list of shows we're going to cover eventually. I don't have a text don't document. Don't say that! Don't say that! <laughs> I just <laughs> try to remember. Okay, there's no reason to admit that. No one would ever I'll, know listen, you're lying. Listen, I'll, I'll tell you straight up. If there's a show y'all have requested us to do a bonus episode on and we haven't gotten around to it, I've probably forgot. You should probably keep requesting it so that I yeah, don't forget. Just, just hassle us constantly with whatever you want until we respond. Add aliens boards. <laughs> yeah. On Twitter, the, the, yes. The Twitter will have forever. Um. So, so, Mike, what's your favorite Mighty? Um, It might also just be Mighty Max. Um, yeah, that's fair. He's yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, Frankie, how about you? Uh, my favorite is never had to knock on wood. Uh, ooh, my, my oh, that's a good This is the second Busteners? episode of Aliens Bustones? with Battleborgs in a row that the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones have been relevant. Never had to, yeah. I'm, I've been listening to it this whole time. Can I change mine to either Mighty Number no. 9 or Mighty the Armadillo, ooh. both as irony choices? <laughs> uh... No, <laughs> only sincerity on this show, Zach. Oh, don't you insult Mighty the Armadillo, you son of a fuck. <laughs> okay, a lot of Mighty well, yeah, the fuck Armadillo. fuck you, I like Mighty the Armadillo. <laughs> okay. He's coming back in a big way, motherfucker. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. I'll Jordan, stop. what's your favorite Mighty? Uh, so I'm going to go with Mighty Max as well, because I love that TV show. show. I mean, <laughs> Tony J is Virgil, and... and uh, um. What's oh, his name Tony as Jay as as Skullmaster? Uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry is Skullmaster. Yeah. Fuck! What oh. a cast. That's a crazy cast. Wow. Yeah. yeah it, they had. Oh, it was so crazy. We have to do a bonus episode about this. <laughs> no, it might be too good. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I wouldn't know what to do with uh, covering something that's actually good. 
Sorry about that noise if we end up having to use the backup. I'm trying to figure out who wrote the Mighty Max theme, because that, that song is fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, I'm going to list off my favorite Mighty, which is the Mighty Thor. Specifically, oh. Jason Aaron's run, where Thor is a lady. Ooh. That is a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I wish Thor was a lady more often. Yeah. Okay, found it. Uh, theme music composer for Mighty Max, Jean, D- Jean D'Andrea and Corey Larios. No idea who that is. Uh, are there Don't like links familiar. to them? Have they done anything else? I'm, I'm, I'll dig. I'll keep, I'll keep looking. All right. Did y'all remember that there was a Mighty Ducks cartoon where it was anthropomorphic okay, yes. okay, space ducks? Okay, okay, yes. I yes. entered their names into Google first result. The Child's Play Three soundtrack. Okay, good. That's a good <laughs> one. Oh. Right, that iconic soundtrack. I think Tim Curry also did the voice of the bad guy in the Mighty Ducks cartoon. Oh, you mean the dragon man that the space ducks <laughs> fought in the Mighty uh-huh. Ducks cartoon? Yeah, yeah, Zach, listen, of course. Yeah, he was also, uh, what was it, Kilobyte in Cyber Squad? He was. T- well, that's the thing is, Tim, Tim Curry, Curry did a lot paid. of voice work in the 90s. Like, we mentioned yes. that he was in Fern Gully. Like, yeah. that was just kind of what he was doing during that time. So, Zach, I appreciate you trying to Toxic segue. But we've got to do the uh, morphin category first. Okay. Um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite thing that morphs? Basically, ditto. Morph from the X Men cartoon. Any shapeshifter does. Uh, Zach, this is your chance. I'm. Ch- oh, okay. Here's my favorite thing that morphs. Uh, so I've been playing. You're too good, Mike. I've been playing. <laughs> uh, a um. The Power Rangers uh, mobile okay, fighting Zach, game. Okay, Zach, I'm going to have to stop you there. We don't do Power Rangers on you this show. You should have just said Ryu. Show. Like, the first word out of your mouth should have been Ryu, <laughs> uh-huh. Zach. You Ryu have to morphs. learn how to manipulate things. Hold on, let me try again. Uh, no, there- Zach, you're going to need to pick something else. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you no, had no, your no, shot. I you screwed hear, it up. I want to hear about Ryu. <laughs> there's, a, there's a mobile fighting game called Legacy Wars that has lots of different teams of colored superheroes from the mm-hmm. fran- and villains. from the franchise that this show is from the alien rangers they're actually i don't think they're in it but maybe they will be someday the bad guys are oh boy um you'd better hope so cuz otherwise this whole uh, conversation is going to be illegal no but like Goldar is a bad guy. Yeah, Goldar's and from in Alien it. Rangers, and he's yeah. in it. I think Rito okay. might be in it too. Okay, so some cameos. Okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking of cameos, they a little while ago they uh, added, for some reason that still isn't super clear to me, uh, some Street Fighters characters. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but oh yeah, you know that uh, beloved Saban property, Street Fighters. Mm, yeah, I don't. No, no, that beloved Hasbro property, Street <laughs> Fighters. So oh nope, you're right, you're right. My bad. So uh, that has that was like three months ago or something, and then I logged in to play the game the other day, and it forced me to a web page that played a trailer for a live action <laughs> short film. Starring Jason David Frank, um, who's from the previous show uh, that this show is about. That I he's, the <laughs> he's also in this one a little bit. He is in later this on. one a little bit, and He'll also show up at some point. Um, and just a guy as Ryu. It's really weird because the trailer <laughs> says like Jason David Frank as Tommy. Also, Ryu is in it. Don't worry about who's playing there. <laughs> But it's a trailer for a movie, a short film called 
uh, the Street Fighter Showdown, Legacy Wars Street Fighter Showdown, where fucking M. Bison teams up with Rita Repulsa, also in the show. Um, and then, for some reason, Rai- Ryu, sorry, Ryu has to be a Power Ranger, so he becomes a Power Ranger, and now he's in the game with a Power Rangers costume, and, and also his helmet has a headband, and he's still wearing his regular headband <laughs> under the, the helmet, helmet, so he's wearing headband. two headbands. Okay, 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 you, you, I've, I've been over this many times in the, like, three years we've been doing this. They don't have anything under the helmets. The helmets are their heads. But they take the helmets off, though. They have the helmet on the side. <laughs> they shed a layer of their skin, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, fine. Well, and a layer of cloth, too, because the, well, the headband's still on his head well, his, and on the helmet. The helmet has a headband that's part of the helmet, and then also, mm-hmm. when he takes that off, whatever is under there also has a headband on it. So there are two headbands, even if it's not at that's the same pulsing time. pulsing flesh. But yes, God, Jesus. Anyway, my point is, they made Ryu, Ryu, I don't, is it, it's Ryu, right? It's not Ryu. I don't know. Ryu. It's Yeah, thank you. They made him into a Power Ranger, and it's a really cool design. It's Falcon-themed, which I don't know en- enough about straight- Street Fighter to know if Ryu is, like, associated with Falcons, but... Not really. Yeah. <laughs> but when he goes into super mode, he shoots Hadoukens that are also Falcons that do, like, a scree, sure. which is awesome, and it's really cool, and... And then I was trying to find more information about, uh, they call him just Ryu Ranger in the game. He doesn't have like, like, you know, Tiger Ranger or anything. It's just called Ryu Ranger. What color is he? He is white. He kind of looks like the white Ranger, um, but with the original Green Ranger's shield, sort of. Hmm. And then also his helmet is, uh, has a headband and has like a gold, like triangle on top of it. It's neat looking. I really like it. Point is, I was trying to f- find more information about this, and I stumbled onto RyuRanger.com, which is a fan fiction repository written by one person uh, that has, I'm going to say, like 10,000 pages of the same continu- continuity of Power Rangers fan fiction, in which mm-hmm. this person has rewritten the entire 25-year history of Power Rangers to be mm-hmm. better, I guess, or more to his liking. Question mark. <laughs> yeah, and um, it it has it also has its own wiki, in case you would like to mm-hmm. check that out. Uh, and yes, my favorite part about it is, I'm sorry, this is just very sad. You could go to any of the pages on the wiki, and it's just all edited by the same. It says like edited by same person, every single one of them. <laughs> And I, this is beautiful. It's just I, <laughs> I'm very confused about all these pages have like eight views, and yet this person wrote ten thousand pages of. of it's, it's not just that they wrote fan fiction; it's that they did it through the medium of a Wikipedia. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's clearly a passion project. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, also. Whoever makes the game obviously owes that person money now. Yeah, so. right, yeah exactly. <laughs> there's, a, idea. there's a very clear, like, <laughs> dated history here showing who came up with this idea. Hasbro pay up. There's no question. I want to say real quickly that uh, 
this this giant list list of of uh like all the different pages lists all the characters. Um, mm-hmm. they're mostly the actual characters from the show, but like repurposed or, or rewritten a little bit. Uh, then there's a section at the bottom that says other heroes, allies, and it lists, you know, the, for, for example, uh, the Aquitian Rangers, um, which mm-hmm. is cool. Like the Phantom Ranger, Silver Ranger, other Rangers that are different. And then also Dr. Strange is on this list and I don't know why. <laughs> Good. And I need to find that out very badly. <laughs> well... It looks like we're starting a new podcast, y'all. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so that was all great, but we've got a lot to get through here yet, so I hope the rest of y'all don't take this long. I'm sorry, I just thank Mike. you. No, that's fine. Mike, who's your favorite Morphin? So, because Zach was talking about Street Fighter, uh, I went Googling for the Street Fighter animated series, and apparently it was made by a company named Envision Entertainment, which I tried to find... Uh, and apparently they morphed into a company that no longer exists, uh, because <laughs> Envision Entertainment, I guess, is a wedding planner company now? <laughs> <laughs> same company? I know, I think it's just another company with the same name, because okay, it's, it's okay. not a, yeah. Boys, <laughs> that would be an amazing career transition, can you imagine? I mean, maybe, I don't know, but like, yeah, that's, that's what Google brings up, is just, Wedding planners, and that's it. Uh, can I, I have a funny story related to that, actually. Jesus which is, Christ, Zach! I've been listening to a bunch of Spotify, which is a really cool way to to hear about like extremely niche bands, like to the point where right, it's like without, without without you know risking them getting any money. Well, yes, but anyway, let me continue. Point is, they get like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a cent. Yeah, the point is, I've found some bands where I'm like, man, this is, I really love this, but they only made one album. I wonder when their next one's going to come out. And then you go and, and you realize, oh, these are niche to the point where like some of these people just, it's not even like they had a huge fight and couldn't be friends anymore. It's just like, no, we need to make money. So I'm, so for instance, one of the one of my new favorite bands is a band that no longer exists and i was like well maybe the lead singer just went on to to join a different band and i can go follow them there and i found their twitter and they're a wedding planner now which is just like it's one of those things where it's like well i'm glad you're doing all right but oh yeah sometimes <laughs> sometimes careers don't work out yeah. Listen. Uh, eventually, everyone working in any sort of creative field will will become a become wedding a planner. wedding planner. Yeah, it's the wedding works. planner singularity. <laughs> so, uh, Frankie, what's your favorite morphin? God damn it! My favorite morphin is the blog post that uh, that uh, Applegate, the KKA Applegate, wrote after she finished Animorphs, and they and the fans were mad about how the series ended. And she schooled them, and she said, "War is bad. Bad things are gonna happen to people who go to war. If you can't understand that, then I feel sorry for you." Oh shit! That's my favorite morphine. Yeah, K. A. Applegate seems pretty rad. Mm-hmm. If if you can go, if you can and don't mind spoilers for uh, animorphs, uh, that's why I don't want to go into detail because I know people here who listen to us also listen to animorphs podcasts. So uh, go and look that up. It's a really good, uh, really good post. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Jordan, what do you like? What what's your favorite morphin? 
So I was going to go with uh, Animorphs, but then Frankie oh, mentioned it. No, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, if it's your favorite, it's your favorite. Yeah, I mean, like, three of us well, picked Mighty Max on the last go-around. Yeah, but I'm also trying to just remember other favorite morphing things. I mean, Mystique from X-Men is kind yeah, of a, a cool morpher. One. Yeah, Mystique rules. I do like that you picked an X-Men, but not the one that's name is that thing. <laughs> well, that's well, because that Morph the from TV the X-Men show. cartoon was made up for the TV show and specifically written to die in and the first episode. And pretty much just exists to yeah, die. Yeah, I mean, totally. he exists as a joke. Well, no... They, I mean, they kind of based him off Changeling, and then then they did actually make a Morph character, but that was still yeah. Changeling. But the only reason anyone cares about Morph is because of the clips of Wolverine going, "This one's for you, Morph." Yes, exactly. <laughs> so my favorite Morphin is frogs. Okay, like That's a good if, one. if you've ever if you've ever seen like their like transition stage where they're like almost a frog but they still have like the tadpole tail. They're a tadpole, it's, it's but really they got cute. legs. Yeah, I like. It's it. really cute. Yeah, because like they they're possessed by chaos's tail and they have to swallow a chaos emerald. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there, and I did this anyway. I've, I've played and liked that game, and I didn't know he was gonna go there. <laughs> So, aliens, guys. Uh, Gordon Shumway, Trumpy from Pod People, Poochie from the Itchy and Scratchy mm-hmm. Show. Uh, I think that's it, actually. Favorites. Which one of those are your favorite? Poochie. Those are the aliens. Poochie. Uh, <laughs> wait, is Gordon Shumway Alf? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Alf, then. <laughs> I, if, you I, can buy, I, if you can somehow think of another alien and you like that one more, by, by all means. <laughs> I, I like the Krogans from Mass Effect. They're good. Yeah, cool. Uh, I started playing Andromeda uh, because it was super cheap and I had an impulse buy. Uh, And that game's boring and bad, but it has a female (laughs) Krogan who's interesting. And if I play more of it, it's going to be because I want to talk to her. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, that's always been Bioware's biggest strength, right? Is like creating characters Mm -hmm. that you want to have conversations with and get to know more. The problem is in that game, I've met eight characters, and I like... Oh, no. I made... I've met eight characters, and I like two, and spoilers, one of them dies. (laughs) Great. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, that's... No one's gonna play that game. I I just wanna talk about it. That's a good thing I like from the beginning. You create your character, right? And then you get to create your twin brother or sister, depending what the gender you're playing. So I created my character, and I created uh, her brother, and then based on what you did, it creates your dad. Okay. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like reverse genetics. Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty cool, and I kind of like the relationship they had. It was very, like, army dad and army kid, Uh, and and then he dies, so... Well, yeah, I mean, I've I've seen how families in Bioware games go. Uh, you, <laughs> I, I kind of assume it's almost as bad as parents in Disney. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my Mike, brother's still in a coma. Mike, got any uh, um, al- favorite aliens? Like are we specific talk aliens? About I know we talked about races. Sh- are we going to talk about the show? I, <laughs> that's in the fourth hour. Okay. Have you not listened? Okay. I, I had one, but I think I got distracted and forgot. Okay, uh, Jordan, favorite alien. I like Gordon Shumway. I like the cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Elf yeah, is, I mean, elf is the, good. the Elf cartoon had a really catchy theme song. 
I didn't know there was an Alf car. He's a puppet. That's like the whole point. Yeah, no, they, they made a cartoon. <laughs> they like took place on his home planet. Yeah, it was it was Gordon living on uh, planet Melmac, and then oh, there was yeah. the other car- car- uh, Alf cartoon that was Alf Tales. Yeah, and then there was the time Alf was on uh, Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue, that anti drug propaganda. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> which oh, is shit. which is worth watching for the comedy factor. I would say it is a hilarious like fucking ride. So I gotta I gotta move this show along. Um, my my I whole did think thing... of a. Oh wait, no. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Damn it! I thought like while Jordan was talking, I thought of an alien, <laughs> and then I immediately forgot it again while we were talking about fucking Alf. I wish. It... I wish I had said Stitch. Oh, from it, I had, it, I had it, oh, the, the alien. I had Philo from UHF. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wish so- I had said Stitch from Lilo and Stitch because I've been watching uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep, and so far the Stitch parts are the only good parts. Oof. That game has a bad story. I don't like those characters. Don't at me. Oof. I no. Yeah. No. I haven't heard a lot of good things about that one. Um, so my whole thing was going to be human be. I was going to say human beings are my favorite. It's a reference to an old uh, shitty sci-fi novel I read as a kid where mm-hmm. humans were from the tenth planet in our solar system that got like blowed up and made up makes up the uh, rocks that are in the asteroid belt. It was a whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I we got to move this stuff along. So uh, quick, everyone, your favorite rangers. Smokey the Bear, Ranger Gord, Viggo Mortensen, Ar- Aragorn from Lord of the Rings, you know, whatever. Uh, Ranger Smith from Yogi Bear. I, dang did it. You, did you list Viggo Mortensen as a different person than Aragorn well, wasn't, from Lord of wasn't the Rings? Yes. Aragorn, Aragorn, <laughs> well, he was a ranger in Willow. Aragorn yeah. from Lord of the Rings is a fictional character, Zach. Okay. Um, I like the little tiny pickup truck that Ford used to make. And yeah. and then Ooh, now they're repurposing it into like a giant pickup truck because all pickup trucks have to be fuck huge for mm-hmm. some reason. But I like the little ones. Yeah, my uncle my uncle had had one of them little Rangers. We uh we used to drive that to uh get the newspaper printed. What about Ranger Rick? He kind of reminds me of Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, Ranger Rick's rad. I I had those magazines as a kid. I liked them. My favorite Ranger is Ranger Wiki. <laughs> Okay, that can't possibly be anyone's favorite Ranger or Wiki. Hey, how come Ranger Wiki hasn't created like a persona like the the Wiki oh. Ranger? Yeah, the mascot of the of the Wiki Ranger Wiki. Yeah, how come they haven't done that? <laughs> For a second, I thought you were gonna big time, and I thought you were gonna say, "How come Ranger Wiki hasn't created an entry for TWA?" <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know. What I want to know is why our fans haven't created a Wiki for us yet. That's well, it's a new show. TWA ended, so you usually wait until someone finishes, and then you can start creating stuff. Okay, okay, so we should be getting that, that the, the Teenage with Attitude wiki going any day. Mm-hmm. Any day now. Yeah, so uh, my favorite my favorite ranger is one of my old D&D characters. Oh, That's oh it. cool. Rangers are a cool class. Great. Not my favorite, but they're oh, cool. Oh, yeah, that reminds me of my, my first 3.5 D&D character. He had yeah, two right. sy- uh, scythes, and we called one. I like animal companions. Yeah, yeah, yep, and, yeah. The Rangers are great. Um, it'd be they'd be way better if they didn't have spells. But that's a that's yeah. an ancient ancient gripe. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this fucking stupid episode. <laughs> it's fantastic. All right, this I is season it. one, episode three of Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. Climb every mm-hmm. fountain. And we yes. finally, 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 finally get the new intro. 
It's terrible. Oh, is this the first time? Yeah, it just they just played the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers intro for the last two. Oh, no, it's great. I love as someone who hasn't watched any episodes since uh Master Battle and the Glitter Armor Part 3. Uh, this was amazing. I love this episode. It was great. I, I really like this episode, too. <laughs> so we open on the command center. Now move the refractile telemetry oscillator aside. Got it. He is extremely intelligent by juvenile human standards, is he not? Yes. Can I say something? Uh, do you remember, like, one of the first times I guessed it here? I think the first time I guessed it on the actual show. I said that in the Spanish opening, there's a voice that says, uh, Power Rangers. Oh, yes, I yes. do remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a voice that says, Alien Rangers. That's great. <laughs> Fantastic. Good. It's the same voice. Alien Rangers. Oh, I love it. I love that they got that guy back for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I had mentioned before in the show that I remembered very clearly that when the Alien Rangers talked in Spanish, they didn't have a filter. Okay. Yes. I went back. Well, I, I checked today. They do have a filter. It's not an underwater filter. It's a robot static filter. Interesting. Oh. Hmm. Which, that's... And is that better or worse? <laughs> I think it's better. I also went and I checked the Portuguese. The Portuguese version does have an underwater filter. Agora põe o oscilador telemétrico refrato de lado. Tá bom. Ele é extremamente inteligente para padrões juvenis humanos, não é? É. But if you want to watch the show without filters, watch it in French. Okay. The French have just like straight voice acting, no weird weird filters. Maintenant, tourne l'oscillateur télémétrique réfractile d'un quart de tour. C'est fait. Il est extrêmement intelligent pour un spécimen humain de son âge, n'est-ce pas? Oui. Okay, so the Alien Rangers are working with Billy to build some fucking MacGuffin device. Um, and I absolutely hate them. They talk in... <laughs> Shut up! They talk in worse Billy speak than Billy. Um, <laughs> that's great. nearly impossible to understand because of the stupid filter. And, Watch it in French. And they, like, do all that weird, like, jerky... I'm not from Earth movements things that you get in the, like, cheapest of sci-fi... They are my children, and I will protect they them. They do, they do like, they have a hand motion where they curl their middle fingers in and mm-hmm. then tint the other fingers on all their hands, which looks like an, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I have no idea why this hand motion would evolve naturally. Oh, I can tell you exactly why. <laughs> okay. Because they're hand motions that the Cocker Rangers make during the fight oh, scenes that they're going to use. Okay. Right. And they want it to look like it's an Alien Ranger thing. It's the same reason we've had like two different bullshit explanations for what a Kabuki mask is. Is this show right. bends over backwards to like not acknowledge that the Japanese shit they're using is Japanese. Yeah, I, I thought it was like a weird combination of maybe they were like, okay, 
they're kind of dressed like ninja, so ninjas do hand motions, and also yeah. E.T. is an alien, and <laughs> E.T. did hand motions, so well, there you go. Yeah, it, well, it's right down to the, round to, like, when we get a, uh, an American-made morphed Kaka Ranger fight later, like, they're gonna have the alien mm-hmm. rangers straight up do the thing where they, like, grab their swords and turn the way the Kaka Rangers do after they morph, because, mm-hmm. like, they really want to convince kids, like, no, this is just kind of how the alien rangers are, just go with it. Roll with it, kids. It's good. I don't know why y'all pooping on it. Okay, I'm going to say one nice thing about the Alien Rangers. The uh, purple lipstick that the uh, leader is wearing, that mm-hmm. that lipstick rules. I'd wear that lipstick. No, she's great. Uh, no, yeah. I want to say that I immediately think the Alien Rangers and everything about them is way better than any Mighty Morphin Power Rangers thing. <laughs> They're way better. <laughs> hey, uh, I controversial take uh so so they're partially partially way through the uh device that they're developing and billy realizes Mm -hmm. he's late for school so he shoves Mm -hmm. the thing in his backpack and just like we can't we can't i know you're in a hurry but we can't we cannot go past the thing billy has on his head yeah we can't not talk about this what the fuck is on billy's head it's a helmet with a that's, prison that's shield on hair, it. hair, Mike. <laughs> no, he's, it's, Jordan's right. It is a helmet with a, like, I don't even, it looks like, it looks like it might be like an ice cube tray attached to the face. <laughs> I think it's a shower curtain that they rotoscoped shit onto. I think it's one of those magnifying sheets that you have for, like, reading newspaper. Like, if you're doing working with really fine newsprint. Okay, Because, like, sure. it's flat, and you can slide it around, and I don't know why it's got so many segments, but that's the only thing I can think of that looks like that. He's also holding a magnifying glass on the other side yeah, of the thing okay, he's wearing. Okay, so, yeah, that makes no fucking sense, because this thing's supposedly, like, a screen that's got, like, LEDs or whatever. Like, it's got some image projected on it, and then past that, between the fucking screen and the camera, he's got this magnifying glass held up. It's very what good. What the hell is going on in this scene? I don't know. I can't. I, listen, I get it. We we wasted so much time, but like we can't blow past whatever the fuck is happening here. But the thing is, I don't know how to explain it. What do I do? What do we do with this? Honestly, I didn't even pay attention to this. I was more focused to the alien rangers and the fact that Cestro says his hands are are, are too yeah, big. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they, they need child hands to work the device, They're yes. almost done, mm-hmm. and Billy's like... Can we can we mention that the device is just a, a, a toy robot? A slot machine robot. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's another... Mm-hmm. It's another... It's a slot machine bank. Yeah, it's another of the many, many times where the show creates a prop to look like a monster they'll be using later. Right. But it does beg the question, why the hell does this, like, de-age... Or re-aging rather device have to look like a fucking toy robot like what a science f- is complicated what a goofy fucking conceit anyway a- mm-hmm. anyway this is like the 20th time that they've tried to pretend their communicator watches can actually tell them the time even though we can see there's clearly no way for them to do that well what if it's a voice thing but it's a super high pitch so we can't hear it but if we was... only hear the do 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 do, but it's actually the time is eight forty. <laughs> well, that would be great, no, but they away. specifically look at it like you'd look at a watch to read the time. They have it. <laughs> I like it. So yeah, the, as as Mike said, or no, no, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, as uh, Frankie said, 
they're they're almost done, and Billy's like, I gotta mm-hmm. go. And Sestro's like, well, I can't finish it because I got big, big man hands. Mm-hmm. Sorry. A, big for hand some Sestro. reason, they pan over to Alpha as he's saying that, and he gives kind of a look like, I don't know if it's a, hey, I've got small hands, maybe I could help, or a, oh, God, I hope they don't ask me to help. Right. So <laughs> there's, there's a, because Billy's got to go to school, there's a weird implication that, like, Billy's been up in the command center all night working on this thing, and he's in yeah. the body of a 10-year-old. That's got to be rough. Um, you can sleep in school. Yeah. Doesn't even Lord Zed at some point says, doesn't he ever sleep? Yeah, I was gonna, well, we'll get, yeah, we'll get there. I was gonna say, we, um, that's kind of weirdly a running thread in this episode for some reason. Anyway, we cut to the, we cut to the moon and, um, Zed's like happy that Vile's gone and he's like, next up, we gotta get rid of your brother. And, uh. I don't know. He and he and Rita do their usual thing. Hey, we need a plan. Hey, real uh, quick Zed question. Says he has one. It's not really one. What's up? I I watched the episodes earlier today, and I don't remember why mm-hmm. Master Vile left. Just because he just because his plan didn't succeed. He just got so he, pissy, basically. Like yeah, he was yeah, he li- like, Zach, yeah. He literally said, "I'm gonna go back to my own galaxy where my evil plans work." Okay, great. So, yeah, here's the thing. He is. Far and away, more competent than you know, Rita or Zed have ever been. Like pretty mm-hmm. far away, his plans came pretty darn close to working. But he has no perseverance. He doesn't have stick to itiveness. Yeah, he lost. Me. He lost the Rangers like I think three times, and then just bailed. Okay, so okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it. Like we have seen both Rita and Zed go through the um, I guess it's kind of the stages of grief, but for like not being able to conquer earth because like they start out like getting foiled a couple times and, like redoubling their efforts and eventually they just get defeated to the point where at one point i figured zed was like so depressed he was just gonna like give up yeah yeah that's true and mm-hmm. like i think master vile actually had the right idea by just getting the fuck out before <laughs> this before the failing to conquer earth yeah. thing destroys him yeah I guess, but I, I still feel like he gave up really quick. He did. Although, a- again, like there's, they bring up the fact that they bring up the fact that like Masterval has a galaxy he's already conquered, and he just kind of like Zordon just kind of doesn't want to deal with that. I guess question mark. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. This is his summer galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say maybe just because he's more, he's master and more evil, he went through the phases much quicker. Oh yeah. This was like I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to stick around where I'm depressed. It accelerated, well, so- yeah. So, Mike, the answer, as we'll see as we get into future seasons, is there's other superheroes out in the world to deal with other areas. Like, Earth is Zordon's area right. to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Green Lantern situation. Yeah. Kinda. Kinda, yeah. It actually kind of really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Um. Anyway, Zed's new plan is actually, uh, I mean, it's really, really basic, but it, he's not off. It's, hey, the only thing that's really standing in our way now is the alien rangers and the fact that the power coins are still around which means they can still potentially get their powers back so uh let's take advantage of the fact that they can't use them right now and destroy them and uh then we can kind of just crush the alien rangers and they'll or they'll no wait they don't even want to crush them they just figure the alien rangers will eventually dehydrate to death yeah if they stick around to keep trying to protect earth they'll die which is true yeah, apparently accurate. yeah that that was mentioned all the way back when they got uh called in or whatever. They're like, um, seventy percent mm-hmm. water, not quite enough for us guys. Yeah, I really like that. I don't know. 
I really like these characters. I, I, Frankie, like, here, here's what I'll say. I <laughs> I was talking to Lexi about this last night. I, I think Lexi's complaints about, like, all the things that they have them do as aliens, quote-unquote, are very generic. I also appreciate that they aren't – that they were like, okay, well, let's make them actually have alien traits. And I know this is a thing mm-hmm. that we do where we're like, God, our bar is so low – but it's not just people from a different planet, which they actually do later. Like, they literally do humans from another planet I mean, planet they later. are people from another planet. They just got some plastic shit on their head, and they move right. funny. But I appreciate the that they're like, Star okay. Trek does a better job with fake fucking aliens than this, and that's a low fucking bar. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of with Zach. So my thing is... Okay, we were kind of harsh on the Alien Rangers at first, and I'm kind of warming up to them, but I still have two big problems. Um, one is the the voice filter. I will. I don't think I'll ever be able to completely get over the it's voice filter. It's, it's, it's obnoxious. It's one of those things where I understand why they did it, but it's too much. It's way so here's too, the problem with too much. It in French, Frankie, is I don't understand <laughs> French either. That makes it less comprehensible to me. But the thing is, like, also, they're all just kind of interchangeable, and... Yep. What? You can't tell Arico, the Fiend, Sestro, Titus, and Cortis apart? <laughs> Frankie, I don't even I, remember I the believe. names you said literally five seconds ago. Arico, <laughs> Delphin, Sestro, Titus, and Cortis. Yeah, God. see, all I'm hearing is that weird filter. <laughs> I remember Titus, but that's because, you know, Tides. Yeah, there you go. So, mm-hmm. so... I just don't believe they're going to be able to... School bus and the Power They're Rangers so much are getting than the on. Regular Power Rangers, yeah. Like I, I don't know. I really, really like them, and the way they they go through this episode and the way they end up in this episode. So we cut to a school bus, and, and the Rangers are getting on. <laughs> okay. Falcon Skull are sitting in the back of the bus because, of course, they are. That's where they because they also go to Angel Grove Unified. Right, yes, yes. Yeah, oh, can... it does say Angel Grove Unified. That's true. Also, there's a can, dare sticker was, on the bumper of the bus. There's a big old dare sticker. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, okay, I should, we should probably actually maybe explain what dare is for any, any listeners We've not in the United States. We've talked about dare. It's, it's anti-drug or propaganda. Not, or who didn't go to school in the 90s, quite yeah. frankly. And how terrible failure of a program it was. Dare was one of many, many, many ill-fated and misguided attempts by the United States government to try and get kids to not do drugs. That's the main thing mm-hmm. you need to know. Well, the biggest thing is that they there's been some studies that show that it actually made more kids do drugs. Push people. Because they, yeah. were do- they were teaching literally like third graders like don't do weed. And the third graders were all like, what is weed? What are you talking right, about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, one, yeah. One, it introduced people to the concept of drugs. And two, mm-hmm. they always got the worst, like the the type of people to give presentations or whatnot was always like the most obnoxious, like do-gooder cops that, well, I shouldn't even say do-gooder cops, but like the, the rule of law cops right? And- who like would push any kids, like any kids watching that be like, Oh, well, if that's, Stuffy shirt wants me to not do drugs. I'm going to do some drugs. Right. You literally had kids spite doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Two things to your point. We mentioned the cartoon all stars to the rescue earlier. That was done with an intro talking directly to the kids where like they got talked down to by fucking former president George H.W. Bush telling kids like, hey, you're going to learn why marijuana is bad. And but even more to the point, like if you tell kids like, listen, kids, 
I know that if you smoke weed, it might you, you think it'll make you look cool to the other kids, but it's actually bad for you. And what the kids are going to hear is like, oh, if I smoke weed, the other kids are going to think I'm cool? Right, awesome. yeah, so the way, the way the child mind works, like, you can't appeal to reason with that because right. the part of the brain that connects to acceptance from peers is way more powerful than the part of the brain that says consequences. Well, the problem with that is their previous attempt was all consequences and fear-mongering and was like, you know, reefer madness and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, and that didn't work either. Right. Turns out, like, trying to police drugs is a foolish... (laughs) a fool's game that will only end up costing you tons of money and hurting innocent lives. Yep. So, anyway... Some would argue the hurting innocent lives was kind of the point. Anyway... Anyway, the bus drives off, and Rito and Goldar teleport down. Um, Rito's got like some. Wait, plants are we going to mention the water balloons sticking out? They'll come up. Yeah. Okay, Vulcan Skull have <laughs> yeah, water Balkan balloons. Yeah, Skull have water balloons. Yeah. I just like the line where they're like, "Act your age," and they like, "We are." Oh, we are, yeah, we are no, children. Yeah, I, I actually am sorry. We skipped that. That's very yeah. good. They're like, <laughs> we're, "We're kids." Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Why? Why are you? Why are you pretending to be teenagers? You're also ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, ten-year-olds often do try to pretend to be teenagers. That is a thing. True. Yeah. <laughs> but like teenagers that wouldn't act like regular teenagers. Yeah, I mean they're 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 act, trying to act like Power Rangers, which is right. way worse. Uh, so like Rito does a fucking ridiculous leap onto the like <laughs> onto the top of this bus, and then. Mm-hmm. Like leans over the windshield and like just looks down at the bus driver. Who, by the way, I love this guy. This bus driver, he's mm-hmm. great. This bus driver is very. He's good. so nice. He's like an mm-hmm. old timey cabbie. He's wearing like suspenders and like one of those old news newsboys caps. I want to really quickly say that that Rito and Goldar are so good together in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like. They're wonderful. My favorite thing about this bus driver guy is, other than the shock of somebody suddenly popping up from the top of the bus in front of him, like, he's not freaked out by Rito at all. Rito, like, barges onto the bus, and he's like, hey, you can't come on here. We've got rules. Like, he doesn't care at all that this is a weird skeleton army dude. Now, you say barge, but he knocked on the door, and he opened it for him, and he walked on. No, to me, it looked like, no, I'm pretty sure he pulled it open, because you see his hands go into the... I mean, the listen. Uh, the bus, the door of a school bus, is not very hard to open from the outside. Okay. Yeah, I could do it as a as a sixth grader, and I was a scrawny yeah, sixth enough. grader. I also like the fact that he uh, Rito seems a little doozy when he falls, then smells his armpit, and he's better. That's yes. a, so Rito smelling his armpit is a weird running thing that they've never really mm-hmm. done anything with. It's really bizarre. Yeah, he does it so much, and I get the joke like, "Oh, haha, Rito's gross. He smells himself." It raises questions about how does a skeleton sweat? Yeah. Yeah. If yeah, he doesn't no, it, sweat, why does his armpit smell? It, it's bone water. So, oh. Right, right. Like you find in sarcophagus. So, so sure. can we yeah, say the, the fucking dark black sarcophagus? Did we say that he, <laughs> That's where Rita's he from. uses a new superpower to put this guy to sleep? The, yeah, the, so he just uses like hypno ray eye lasers. Mm-hmm. Rita's a vampire. Yeah. When, did, okay. when did he get eye beams? Yeah, that's um, a good question. Right now, as far yeah. as we know. Okay. Now, okay. Now he tells these small children, like, you give me what I want, or bad things will happen to you. 
I don't think he even no, actually... No, no, he doesn't, he doesn't even say that. He says, give me what you want. If you don't, uh, I don't know, I'll figure that out later. He doesn't right. even say there will be consequences. Right. He has no plan here. He does, I think he does mention that it'll probably be bad. He's, he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but you won't like it, so don't make me come up with it. Now, after that, what happens is that all the children open up, like extra dimensional pockets that they have and pull out mm. 18, 18 balls and three gallons of popcorn each that where the this fuck is, was it? This is one of, <laughs> this is one of Jesus's lesser known miracles. The yeah. miracle of popcorn and water balloons. I just thought, I just thought Ernie was on the bus. Yes. Yeah, totally. It's so like, and they pelt him this again. I know Rito sucks, but they pelt this fucking alien skeleton general with popcorn, mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, Steal his sword. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, so during this scene, as he's, like, getting knocked back by all these fucking water balloons and whatnot, I'm shouting, you have a sword, you idiot! And then it <laughs> pans over to Skull holding his sword. Yeah, Skull's got <laughs> How Skull did he get it? Rito's sword? How did the- what? None of the water balloons burst. They just throw rubber balls at Rito. Yeah. I know <laughs> they didn't want to get the suit wet. I know we've talked about this before, but I love that Rito's sword has no edge at all. Like, it's just a tube. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not sharp in any it's way. It's kind of floppy if you really look at it. Yeah. yeah. Like, clearly in Cocker Ranger, they pretended it actually worked like a blade, but they don't bother with that in Power Rangers. No, he rarely uses it. Yeah. So anyway, um, we find out that Goldar is now on the roof holding a net mm-hmm. and not paying attention at all because the door opens and as he just throws the net on the first thing that walks out, which happens to be Rito. Mm-hmm. And and the best part, he doesn't look at what he's caught. He just assumes it's mm-hmm. the Power Rangers and fucking dive bombs him. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he fell. I thought he tripped and fell he on He does. Them. He literally goes, he goes, the Power Ranger coins are ours at last. Whoops. And then he falls on I the I missed the whoops. I yeah. thought he was like dive bombing them. <laughs> no. no. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. The, yeah. Again, no, I love them. They're great. They're so incompetent. So then they wake up the bus driver from his magic sleep by just kind of mm-hmm. shaking him a little. And then yeah, for like, some, hey, mister. Hey, mister. Yeah. yeah. You and can then go for now. some reason, Rito's sword starts glowing and so they throw it out the window yeah <laughs> yeah i kind of wish assume... that like skull had held on to it and like started yeah. unintentionally like doing magic and shit that yeah. would have been so good continue trying to be a pirate i assume it's because uh the sword is part of rito so it starts to like uh it wants to go back to its owner Oh, sure. It's like a reassembling skeleton sort of magic where it's all just... Yeah, yeah it, it's a keyblade. Okay, sure. Of course it's a keyblade, yes. Yeah, there, there was no bequeathing ceremony with Skull. I won that scene where Rito <laughs> bequeathed the, the sword to Skull. Okay. So yeah, they go back your to name's the... Skull, so clearly you're the chosen one to take the bone mm-hmm. sword. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, that all makes sense. So... They go up to the moon, Rita chews him out for screwing up again, which, to be fair, like, they, this was a really bad screw-up. This was, this should have been a pretty sure thing for them. It was a school bus full of children, none of whom had superpowers. But, uh, Zed, Zed doesn't really care. He's still, um, he's still kind of keeping an eye on things on Earth, and he sees that Billy is working on the machine again. Uh, this is where Rita 
complains that he ne- like what does he never sleep? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then it's gonna it's gonna kind of become important in a bit, but we should uh, make a point of the fact that like Billy told the others to go home. He said he was mm-hmm. gonna go back to his house and work on it, and Adam volunteered to go with him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, so I found it. So picture this. I'm gonna paint you a, a word picture. It's uh, it, Skullis by himself. He's oh my uh, God. sad. We don't have time for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, wait, I want to hear it. <laughs> Rito walks up to him and he says, In your hand, take this key, sword. So as long as you have the makings, then through the simple act of taking, its wielder you shall one day be, and you will find me, friend. No ocean will contain you then. No more borders around or below or above, so long as you you champion the ones you love. And then he gives him the, the yeah, sword. That's how and then he gets works. norded or something, right? Is that how that works? <laughs> no, but, okay, so the problem with getting norded is that... Uh, okay, Nord so Zed um, <laughs> sends Goldar and uh, Did, Rito Kat, back When Kat down. got controlled by Rita, was that nording? Did she have golden eyes? She had pink eyes. Yeah, no, she did no, have golden eyes. Norid. They were cat eyes. Then it's nording, yeah. 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 It needs to be golden eyes. Okay. So, okay. Cut, so oh, like, uh, like Goldar, the James Bond movie. Goldar and Rito <laughs> go down back down to Earth to you stalk children. You want to be the host. <laughs> so bi- we cut to Billy's garage, um, which looks just like Billy's garage used to look, but more like toys and stuff scattered around for some reason. Because we went back in time. Well, the, yeah, I guess. He's still not acting like a kid, though. The, the thing that's the best about that is because... He, he, like, you would think he just has toys in here because he's a child, except he makes it clear. He says, well, my equipment isn't nearly what it will be in the future. And it's like, wait, are you yeah. saying <laughs> that the, like, blocks that you have are your, like, your, your ABC blocks or your equipment? I don't understand. Yeah, no, That's yeah, what absolutely. He was using. <laughs> So they're talking about the the nature of this device, which we actually kind of do need to get into because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh, no, not at all. Um, really? So you don't get it? It's more that, why is it a robot? <laughs> so Adam specifically asks the most important question about how any of this works, which is, so will this actually, like, turn the Earth back forward in time and turn everything back to the way it should, or is it just going to change us? And Billy straight up says, I don't even know if it'll change us. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to get into it more when we get there, but the idea of just turning the rangers back into, like, teenagers doesn't make a whole lot of sense, given the fact that the rest of the Earth is still kind of in a weird, mm-hmm. like, chronologically unstable state, let's call it. I think the idea is that if the rangers can get back to being grown-ups, they can morph, and if they mm. can morph, then they can actually do Except something about the Earth they problem. they said they c- the reason they can't morph is because... They're in a time before they were given the ability to morph. I so guess. my theory is that the machine goes forward in time per person. So they will go forward in time, and they will be their body will be the time after they were given. The okay, clones. okay. So yep. they'll be able to yep. morph. Okay, yeah, I'm following you there. It's like a. It's like. Their, their bodies are somehow connected to the future of the morphing grid. Because mm-hmm. the morphing grid uh, transcends our mm-hmm. understanding of dimensions. It's its own dimension. Right, yeah. Well, even outside of that dumb theory, um, like just the idea of it's no, like but a, I mean like... Yeah, it's like an energy field in and of itself. Yeah. It's like the fucking force. 
Yeah. Yes, it surrounds mm-hmm. us all. <laughs> it's way better than the Force. And it and it comes from uh, mitochondrians or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, God. Midichlorians. Imagine the, imagine Mito- the Billy Mitochondria is a real thing. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, yeah, of the the, yeah, he's going for Parasite Eve. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, when Billy gets back to normal age, he's going to sing opera, and then Adam's going to burst into flames. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, Rito and Goldar that. are doing the absolute worst job of like hiding here. Yeah, they're doing but reconnaissance. Somehow it works. Yeah. Fortunately, they're uh, following ten-year-olds who have zero peripheral awareness. Right, yeah. <laughs> did we did we skip the device Rita was using to listen to the um, garage? I uh-huh. don't know how to explain it, but it's a su- it's like a big <laughs> suction cup that that has headphones attached to it, and also no, no, the no it's handle. not headphones. It looks more like a stethoscope. 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 Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, it's a stethoscope with a with a salad bowl on the end, and it's got like a gun. It connects to where <laughs> ears would be if Rita wasn't a skeleton, right? And yeah. also, the handle has a skull on it. Yeah. Like, it looked like one of those uh, old, like, well, not old, but high-tech spy gear listening devices that, you know, with the dish and the radar things. Oh, yeah, Except yeah. that he just, he just added the stethoscope earplug things to it. And, yeah, and also a nice skull motif. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for some reason, mm-hmm. for some reason on this show, even when they try to make technology that actually exists, they have to, like, it feels like they're trying to get around copyrights on generic items, is what right. it is. Yeah. So then, uh, I love that Goldar seems was like, okay, let's go back to set, and we was like, no, come on, they're kids, we can get them. Are you a monkey or a mouse? Yes. Well, Rito wants to just ignore and orders. Goldar should and Goldar say neither. Yeah. He he wants to ignore orders and steal the coins, and Goldar is like, no, we should do what Zed said, and uh, eventually they do go after them because uh, mm-hmm. he calls him big fella. Yeah, Rito just basically refuses to go back, and Goldar, being the wuss that he is, doesn't uh, doesn't push him on it. It's so good. I just like the line where Rito's like, "Are you with me?" and and Goldar's like, "No, not by choice." Well, not by yeah, choice. Yeah, really it's good. like, yeah. "Are you with me, big fella?" Yes. He's like, "Unfortunately, yeah." How can you not love this episode? It's like brilliant. It's fun. I like it. So, so they're constantly doing the whole start and stop, like tailing thing and like Goldar keeps running into Rito and Billy and Adam keep like hearing them because they're being very loud and obvious <laughs> but they take so long to turn around every time that they have the chance to jump into convenient bushes I like that Rito mm-hmm. is tippy toeing and Goldar's just walking that's a nice touch <laughs> like Goldar doesn't give a shit yeah Goldar is so uninvested in this we yeah. do get we do get shots of them literally peeking out from behind bushes though, and that is delightful. Yeah. Well, the thing is that Goldar's wearing an armor, and that gives him he can't sneak as well. Right. right? Yeah. It hurts his sneaking checks. Yeah, that's a good D and D joke. Um, at one <laughs> yeah, point, thank you. At one point, Rito <laughs> straight up runs into a fucking mailbox. Mm-hmm. And um. At that point, Adam's just like, hey, do you think somebody's following us? Because clearly somebody's following us. And Billy's like, uh, I don't know. Let's hope not. Let's not look into this or anything. I also like that that Adam and Billy aren't talking. He's like, what's the thing you miss the most? And Billy's like, ah, I miss the internet. Yeah. yeah. Which is which is weird because this 
in this show, like, yeah, they're back in time, so there's their internet, but the present is 1996. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, but Billy very... is also the uber nerd who was fucking all about the early internet. He misses his BBS and his AOLs. Billy was on oh, all that Simpsons every night talking Bi- about <laughs> how, what's wrong with the latest episodes and why they're why the show sucks now. Billy totally has a giant stack of the free AOL time discs that he got from different people, so he doesn't have to pay for it. <laughs> uh, so we cut over to the command center where the fucking alien rangers Do apparently you think he were lurks helping on a ranger BBS, or he actually created one. <laughs> oh, oh no he made yeah, he one. absolutely he runs a several. fucking like the fan site in persona 5 for the mm. power rangers billy is the type of per- billy is the type of person to make fake accounts to defend himself when people are criticizing him. <laughs> yes! no you're wrong the blue ranger doesn't suck what's wrong yes, with exactly. you you don't even know who he is <laughs> the blue ranger is obviously the coolest one y'all i guarantee you billy has made a forum thread to debate some mm-hmm. sort of uh, concept of physics where he is the only person posting under, like, four different accounts. Mm-hmm. Do you think Billy makes bots and he makes them so he can have conversations with them and Billy speak? Oh, man. You oh. wouldn't be able... It's like the reverse Turing test. There'd be no way to tell which one's mm-hmm. the human. Yeah. So, the... The alien ranges are helping Alpha and Zordon, I guess, fix some circuits, even though this is the command center like 15 years ago or sorry, five years ago or whatever. Yeah, I guess because the alien rangers. So they they're just OK. So one of them, the tech guy, is helping Alpha. The other four are just kind of standing there. Well, yeah, Sestro, he's there. He's please. there, Billy. No, Sestro. Yeah, yeah Sestro. Sestro, the tech Sestro, guy. sure. They have names. <laughs> Oracle the Fiend, Sestra, Tedious, and Quark. So, yeah, I'm never going to learn those. Was, is starting- See, let me tell you. Uh, the Fiend is the leader. Oracle is the field commander. Sestra is the technical expert. Quarkus is the expert fighter. And Tedious is the strong Okay, great. So, so Alien Billy <laughs> no, no, was see, helping Frankie, listen, fix the circuit. I, I, have, to, I have to make starts- something clear to our friend here, Lexi. I have, to, I have to make something clear to Frankie. It's not that I'm incapable of learning their names. It's that I refuse. <laughs> Why? They're way better than whatever the other ones were called. Jackson and, and Camberly. So the problem <laughs> is there's been so many Power Rangers at this point. I guarantee you there has been mm-hmm. a Jackson and a Camberly in mm-hmm. this show at some point. Yeah, those are the ones I was talking right. about, of course. <laughs> okay, so while Zach M. is Camborley, dying, um, Punk Ringer, the Ranger Camborley. Yeah, so while Zach is dying, so are the Alien Rangers. Um, the dehydration's finally catching up to them, and they're like, yeah, just kind of generically, like they're hunched over and kind of yeah. tremp- like shivering a little bit. It's not super clear what's happening to it's... them, other than sick. Yeah, I like the, I like, like. It is a a nice mechanical storytelling thing to to explain why they can't just stay around forever. That being mm-hmm. being on Earth is like not hospitable to them. Uh, and you even picked something that like people should be able to understand, which is dehydration. But for some reason, they just ha- instead of like getting dried out, they just apparently have a meter, and when it runs out. They just like they kryptonite. Yeah, they instead yeah. of like what would happen. Like 
you should be like gasping for air or something, but that's not what they do. But it's not air for them. Also, well, yeah, it's not. It's not like they can't breathe. We'll find. We'll find this out in a moment. But it's literally just okay. They need to be touching water. Which right. That's what's so weird. I don't understand why they did. Like just get it them that fucking way. camelbacks and set up a drift. Yeah, a drip. It, it doesn't make s- yeah. like no. That wouldn't work. It's so bizarre. They, they need to surround their bodies with but water. They, well, yeah, I they guess just t- they dip their feet. Well, we'll see. There's there's no, like a, there's it, an it effect. Goes up above there's there's them. a whole thing. Yeah. So, but before we see that, we cut to the rangers are on location somewhere. It looks there's a bunch of concrete, maybe like a water processing facility. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of pipes. Um. I think I'm pretty sure it's meant to mimic uh, an area from some uh, Kaku Ranger footage we'll see in a bit. Anyway, they're walking around. There's a lot of scaffolding, and it really looks like an area kids should not be in. And I'm not sure why they're there, but I mean. Because they're kids. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah. So, um, Billy's got his little gold robot thing, and they're inserting all the power coins into the back, like it's fucking coin operated. Right, because it's, it's a piggy bank. Technically, it is. It's a piggy bank. Yeah. yeah. It's. How else would you do that? <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. Anyway, and so for some reason, he's like, I don't know. It needs to charge or something. It's not super clear, but he sets it down on the ground and like. He hits a button, and then he stands there, and a bunch of, like, rotoscoped effects wash over him. And then both Billy the person and the clothes he is wearing morph into well, well, the clothes. Billy. No, no, I, we've already explained it. His body went forward in time where he had bigger Right, clothes. and his clothes went forward in time where they became bigger, which is what happens to clothes if you mm. leave them around yeah. too long. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how that works. Philly is very much the person who would buy the same al- outfit in different sizes as he grew. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I swear if we look, we'll find him wearing this exact outfit another day. Oh, I guarantee oh, you. Well, yeah, no, I guarantee you because I'm sure what they did for the child actors is, okay, just get this, that look, just get clothes that look like the wardrobe the people mm-hmm. you're representing have. Can, can I also Yeah, so, no. Sorry, I was just going to mm-hmm. say real quick. Uh, the None of the child actors are good, but the Billy child actor is the best. And of course, he would be the one that is immediately gone. So we're stuck with all the other ones. Yeah, we had him for like three <laughs> episodes. The, the Billy actor had to do a lot of heavy lifting in trying to be like mm-hmm. Billy. Right. Like a yeah. lot of bullshit words, a lot of... The, the, I Also, I missed the episode, so just really quickly, Child Cat's accent is fucking incredible. <laughs> so anyway, continue. Oh man, it's bad. So I knew from... Uh, you know, hist- history of the power and that whole Linkara series. I knew that that this basic stuff that's happening here is what happened. I knew Billy got returned to normal age. I knew about the the bad thing that's about to happen. I knew that all this stuff happened during Alien Rangers. I thought it happened toward the end. I didn't expect yeah. I didn't expect us to get adult Billy and the thing that's about to happen like in, in episode fucking three. So Mike, here's the thing. You know how um multi-parter episodes of Power Rangers aren't so much paced as they are just globules of yeah. things. Like, a bunch of stuff will happen, then nothing happens, then some stuff happens again. This is a ten-part episode of Power Rangers. Yeah, basically. So, yeah. yeah, and like, all the significant, like, I would say probably 75% of the significant plot that's gonna happen in it has just happened. Yep. Um. So, I, I 
in my haste to actually get some progress on this fucking show, I did skip <laughs> over the fact that Rito and Goldar um, finally, like, popped they're out there. of their yeah. ambush or whatever, right as Billy was about to activate the machine, and uh, they're about to rush forward just as he transforms. And uh, mm-hmm. so Billy, like, stands up to them. He's like, what do you want? And Rito's like, oh, I want your, your power coins. And then Tommy runs up and steals the device, and... Billy, who has proven himself capable of taking on Goldar by himself in the past, just fucking runs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were beaten by a group of children. One martial arts knowing person should be able to take care yeah. of them. Yeah, I mean, like... like Maybe he's just losing. Sure, Billy can't morph right now, but whatever. He could surely at least slow them down so the kids can go and use the right. device themselves. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, like, all he had to do was stall them, hold them off. Actually, yeah, he, all he had to do was push them down when they were sh- shocked like that. Yeah, because, like, once Tommy or Rocky or somebody, anybody else gets back to normal age, like, that's it. The, the, it's done. Yeah, couple of, yeah, mm-hmm. as long as they have two people who can fucking kick, they're good. Jordan, Jordan, I like that you said all he has to do is push them down. <laughs> and I'm going, I like now imagining that the fact that it would be difficult to get up in the Goldar suit. <laughs> yeah, well, he would be flailing around like a turtle on his back. Yeah. Like, he, there was a perfect opportunity. They stopped when he grew. Like, they didn't continue on tackling him. Yeah, the, I think you're right. I think Goldar They were shocked, biggest... and they were like, someone took their vitamins, and that was yeah. the perfect time to just shove him over. Goldar's biggest weakness is he can't get up if you push him down, which is pretty great. <laughs> but anyway, the kids, ru- the kids and Billy run. Uh, Goldar and Rito give mm-hmm. chase, and we cut back to the command center where Alpha has located the nearest source of water, which I don't know why it has to be the nearest source of water. They can teleport them. Yeah, that's really bizarre. They can instantly teleport anywhere, yeah. and they have to go to the closest one, apparently. But, um... I mean, might as well. Yeah, so it's it's just a fucking fountain, so, which doesn't seem like it would be enough also- water, but... We never actually said the name of this episode. It's called Climb Every Fountain. Yeah, we did. I introduced it. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess I missed that. <laughs> but, like, this episode is named for just this thing that happens right here. Well, see, they wanted to make, a, a to make a pun. Yeah. Climb yeah. every fountain. Which, ford every sprig. Live your best life. Yeah. yeah Perfect. Just fucking. Anyway, um... <laughs> no. No, I want to get to this, because this scene is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, um, it's real. They spend goofy. a little bit of time talking about how um, the the Rangers are like we we don't want to, you know, we hate to abandon you or whatever, but like we literally can't live. And like Zarn's like, no, no, it's you're right. I actually give a shit for once, and <laughs> yeah. we don't want you to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says we can deal. Um, it's part of a longer sentence, but that's how the uh, subtitles. Cut yeah, to the yeah, next line, deal. and I just really laugh. I'm laughing at Zordon just going, "Yeah, we can deal." <laughs> um. So yeah. So Alpha fucking um teleports them to the field near the <laughs> fountain, and not the fountain itself. Right. And then teleportation is not an exact and, science. And then they could walk, but no. <laughs> I was wondering, maybe. Maybe it's part of a ritual that they have to do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, respect people's rituals. <laughs> so then they fucking poochie into the air. Yeah, they really and, do. And, like, <laughs> slide down onto into the fountain as a crowd starts gathering. Mm-hmm. Because they saw the bad effects and they were wondering what was going on. <laughs> they were like, wow, that looks like garbage. <laughs> yeah, they saw the CGI water molecules. Oh, man. How much of a headache do you think you'd get trying to watch that effect in real life? 
if you oh. saw something that in real life looked like bad green screen, you would freak the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You would be like, what's happening? I'm pretty sure I would die. I was talking about the rotoscope effect of once oh. they actually get in there and the weird colored squiggles. Oh, sure, yes. Like, That's also weird. Form over them. It's horrifying. I'd be worried that it would cause someone a seizure. <laughs> right. Or like you'd get cancer from proximity to it. What I don't get is at no point did like during any sort of downtime, like say while Billy's at school, did they think, hey, let's just let the Equation Rangers go to some water and give them, I don't know, a communicator or just have Alpha go with them? I don't know. I guarantee you what happened is um, as soon as Billy left for school, the Rangers were like, well, we should probably probably get going to some water. And but they couldn't even get the sentence out before Alpha turns around. And he's like, hey, so we've got these panels that have been acting up. Like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I guess we can help you, but it's going to have to be quick. And then you just kept bringing them more shit to fix. Correct me if I'm wrong. The alien rangers don't really know much about Earth and how Earth works. So they wouldn't know that there's, like, fountains and, and places. So they need someone to guide them to it. And it's fucking Soren and Alpha who don't fucking yeah. care. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, this is true. They just don't give a shit. Yeah, like, I'm just yeah. imagining it's been hours of them trying to politely, like, say, hey, can we uh, get a lift to the nearest water source? And Zordon and Alpha either conveniently ignoring them or just bowling over them with more requests. they just been quietly, awkwardly standing there feeling sick, <laughs> yep. which, yeah. honestly, big yeah, move. relatable yeah. as fuck. Uh-huh. See, th- so now now that makes just more sense because I was wondering why when Se- what was his name Sestro was helping Billy, all no, the others no, had no, to be don't, there. Don't dignify them with names. <laughs> well, whatever. I was wondering why the others were just standing around there. Their names are Oracle, Delphine, Sestro, Tidius, and Carcass. And every time you make fun of them, I'll say their their names completely. <laughs> I, it makes more sense. They're just too awkward to ask to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to retitle this uh, mm. podcast "Aliens with Anxiety." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, I'm saying. So they start charging in the fountain, and uh, we cut to the um, the Rangers still running from Goldar and Rito, who somehow managed to cartoon cut them off at the pass. Because all of a sudden they pop out in front of them, and are like, "Whoop, we'll take that!" And mm. Goldar just grabs it, and nobody yep. does anything. Like, well, Rito uses his eye beams again. Billy eventually sort of starts walking towards them, and um. Uh, I was, fuck, I almost called him Skeletor. Um, Rito's, <laughs> Rito's fucking eye laser mutation changes again, and he blasts him with like a... He blasts them with optic beams from the punch dimension. Yeah, yep. totally. Mm-hmm. He gets he gets Cyclops powers all of a sudden. Yeah, see, he didn't suffer a, a head trauma as a kid, so he can... Well, not the specific head trauma, so he can <laughs> he control it. He did definitely suffer head trauma, to be clear. <laughs> so is yeah, it's just not that well, same Well, that's time. what I mean. Like, he, he, it wasn't the, the specific one that happened to Scott Summers, so he right. can control it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Goldar pops the butt of this robot, and it poops out the coins. I'm sorry, but that's what uh-huh. happens. No, no, continue. No, that's You're what good. happens. You're good. I'm affirming okay, you. Okay, so... Please yeah, continue. so all the, all the kids run over to Billy to see if he's okay, because he's, like, clutching his chest, and he's, like, looks pretty seriously hurt. And then Zed pops down to gloat. Mm-hmm. He, sp- he specifically says, huh, you look funny, you, look all- you all look much smaller than I remember, which is weird, because the last time he was down here, he was also, like, 50 feet tall. 
Yeah, and Billy was a ki- small. Like, if anything, they should look bigger than he remembers. These are the same things he he wrote to say last time he was here, and he didn't get a chance, yep. so he's saying them now. Yep. And then Rita pops up behind him like, hey, let's just fucking get on with this. Shut up already. <laughs> and so Zed says, yeah, I agree. And then he just fucking destroys the power coins. Yep, the power coins are destroyed. We'll never see them again. Like, they, for some reason, they, like, team up on this, where Goldar's holding them in both his hands, and Rita blasts one, Zed blasts the other. I guarantee you the reason they're only showing up now is because they spent ten minutes bickering about who would get to actually blow up the power coins, and this (laughs) was the compromise they settled on. And, uh, yeah, Yeah. they... The power coins are fucking I do like gone. the dramatic zoom-ins on Billy's and Adam's faces during this yeah, bit. Yeah, them specifically. Which, I guess it makes sense. They were the ones who busted their ass to try mm-hmm. and get this whole machine put together. And Yeah. Speaking of which, Rito just, like... Rito walks up to Golders like, Okay, here's your sword. Here's my sword. Yes, I like uh, that part. This thing's useless. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, he's, this thing's useless. Throws the device on the ground. And, and it smashes. Breaks. And that's great. <laughs> and, then, <sighs> and then Zed gets to come back to one of my favorite like original zed things which is a melodramatic speech he says like golden dust floating in the wind so shall your planet earth perish Mm -hmm. it's very good Mm -hmm. this episode is good actually (laughs) this episode's real good that's what i've been saying that's what i've been saying (laughs) so then he says to the power it's time it's now time power rangers for you former power rangers or whatever he says to to prepare for the end of your world he laughs and then they just fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> they just yeah. peace. <laughs> I I do love uh, when we cut to the moon, and Zed's like, "Welp." Uh, so the power coins are dust. Uh, the Equation Rangers are distracted. You know what this calls for? And then Rito, having finally learned how things work, I don't know, like two hundred episodes <laughs> into his tenure or something, he's like, "Oh, oh, I know." A monster. Yeah. And Zed's, and Zed's like, you can tell Zed's in a good mood because he's just like, hey, mm-hmm. you're right. A monster. <laughs> yeah. For the second time in a day, your brain has proven functional. That's wild. You're in a hot streak. For, right for Zed, that's the closest thing you'll get to an actual compliment. So. Yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know what? It's a shame to let Billy's device go to waste. Let's zap it and turn it into a robot monster. And he does. Yeah. I love the monster so much. It's so goofy. I love the dumb glasses. <laughs> it's so goofy uh, looking. Here's the thing. We'll see when we get to the Cocker Ranger footage, but it gets goofier. Yeah. The original yeah. version of this is, the is I think, goofier. The only thing that, that this one has going for it is it's a lot more budget store. Do you know what it makes me think of is the blockheads from Gumby, but also mm-hmm. a that uh, oh, very yeah, it's a lot like yeah, that. Yeah, but also it's like I'm gonna try and find out what the original Cocker Ranger yeah did. So um, so finally Billy realizes, oh wait, I'm the sort of adult here. I should actually I should actually fight things, and he squares up to fight this monster. And for some reason, the kids don't think he can, but I'm pretty sure he could. This thing looks ridiculous. But he okay, I've I've only got because again, Ranger Ricky for whatever reason only gives like one episode, sorry, one sentence synopses for Cocker Ranger stuff. Apparently, the Cocker Ranger episode that this monster is from is about a family having bad luck. Yeah, so I actually did some research on this. Um, the the version of this monster in Cocker Ranger, um, he was originally supposed to be a uh, uh, like a yokai meant to give good luck, I think, in financial situations okay. or whatever. 
Sure. But he'd gotten, mm-hmm. but he'd gotten like evil and greedy over time, and he had these coins he'd leave around in people's houses and somehow get rich off it. The wiki didn't actually explain how it worked, but I assume it's something, some sort of corrupting influence or whatever. Like he'd get people to accept one of his coins and then profit off them. And this one family that the ra- the Kaku uh, Rangers are protecting was like the one person who refused his coin, and so like he's out to try and get her because she was the one who didn't like fall to his greed. Gotcha. See, I just thought he was like a slot machine monster of some sort. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I think he's modeled after slot machines because that's kind of the whole thing, right? Is that their visual design mm-hmm. is supposed to represent the concepts that they correspond okay. to and like greed and um, like manipulation of money. I mean, slot so machines then, are about as... Mm-hmm. So what about the hat with the skyscrapers on it then? <laughs> You know, skyscrapers represent greed. Did you not see Wall Street 2, Greed Never Sleeps? I mean, yeah, I would assume that's it. I think some of the imagery is also just supposed to kind of evoke a casino, we feel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'm just guessing at that point, though. Um, there's a lot going on with this monster. <laughs> this is a, this it's is a good. good podcast. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm a fan. Oh, my God. I, I assume you're being sarcastic. No, those were both good jokes. You guys did good. That was fun. So, <laughs> Billy's the, the, about the, the funniest podcast stopped to point out when things yeah. are funny. <laughs> yeah, that's now, true, Now, to though. be fair, Mike, we constantly stop this podcast to point out how terrible it is. Uh, I like That's true. Like so, <laughs> Alpha teleports everyone away before I'm Billy can fight, the, time, fight the monster. And I have no idea if this is listable, but I'm having a blast with you all right now. <laughs> oh no, this is, yeah, this is absolute garbage. <laughs> I Frankie, 100% guarantee you. Hey Frankie, um, what was that Power Rangers name? Was it Cornberlar or cor- <laughs> Corn Cornbril Cornblast? Cumberlay. Yeah, it was Cumberlay. Okay. Yeah, Cumberly. Cumberly. No, no, Cumberly yeah. is in the um the vegetable themed Ranger. Team. Oh yeah, okay. Cumberbun. Uh, yeah. So. Um, Alpha teleports everyone. He's like, "Oh man, that was close." Billy almost actually accomplished something, and we can't have that. Yeah. So, um, we need to keep his spirits down, or else he'll leave like Kimberly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Tommy asks where the uh, alien rangers are because they kind of need somebody who can fight the monster. And Zordon's like, "Uh, mm-hmm. they're they're charging right now. Um, for some reason, when they're plugged in, we uh we can't th- we can't f- call them. Yeah, who knows why." Yeah, their their telepathy doesn't work. Right, which, I mean, I guess they're going into some sort of meditation state or something. And sure, Billy's maybe. like, well, I guess I'll have to go uh, warn them myself then. Yeah, on the foot. And, and Tommy tries to volunteer yeah. to do it because he's, he's, he's the leader. And for some reason, Kid mm-hmm. Tommy is a better, like, at being a leader than regular Tommy ever <laughs> so, was. This is terrible, but, but then, I laughed so hard. <laughs> no. uh, Billy turns to him and he says with, like... I don't. I can't tell if it's fake chagrin on Billy's part or if David mm-hmm. Yost just couldn't bother to make it sound realistic. But he's like, <laughs> Tommy, I really hate to say this, man, but I'm older than you, yeah. and I'm telling you to stay here for your own good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> is, is he? Is he older? Like, I, I mean, right now, yeah. yeah. Physically, he is I older guess. right now. He's the only yeah. one who's not a child at the moment, and he's pulling rank. Yeah. And then, and then they do, and what then he does a move. very sad, like the it's not a fist bump, but it's fist the thing pound. where you, yeah, pound top and bottom of your fists. 
Yeah. I swear he's smirking. And then Tommy just kind of walks off to the back row where all the loser rangers have to be. <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, Billy asks Alpha to teleport him to the... Uh, to the park, where a really hilarious thing that I'm really glad Frankie immediately also picked up on. Uh-huh, yep. Um, so again, Al- instead of just teleporting him right to where he'd be useful, Alpha teleports him to, like, a bush somewhere in the distance, and he has to run up to him. And he... Mm-hmm. So he yell- runs up, and they, they come out of their little meditation, or he's like, guys, guys, there's a monster headed this way. And then immediately he turns around as the monster's like, oh, there you are, Billy! And he's like, correction, the monster's here. yeah. I was completely yeah. useless. I did nothing here. <laughs> the d- David Yost's... Okay, David Yost is obviously like just completely fucking done with everything. Like Everything he says is absolutely dead. Which is so dead crazy because he stays and that, and for that makes this season, joke. But yes, continue. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this, it makes this joke a thousand times funnier. Eric, please put in the audio of this specific yeah, exchange it's, because it's, it's, a it's a so good. Line read. Guys! Guys, it's me, Billy. Hurry, we need your help. There's a monster headed this way. Oh, there you are, Billy. Correction, the monster's here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach, the reason, like, have you n- seriously never stuck around a job you fucking hated because oh, it no, was I a have. steady paycheck? Yeah, totally. It's a living. Yeah. So, so, yeah. The, I really, they morph, and I quite like this fight scene. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. so, yeah, yeah I love these suits. Can I say that? These suits are yeah, really no, the good. Ranger, the Cocker Ranger suits are great. They should have been using them all season. You mean season. the Aquatar Ranger suits? <laughs> yes, the, the Alien Ranger suits. Yes, continue. So, I don't know, I don't know if these things, I don't know if they got the distinct fighting styles, styles like just cribbing them directly from Cocker Ranger or what, because I haven't watched I much Cocker Ranger. I wish Emily was here for this, because yeah. she could actually answer those questions. She probably could, but I love that, like, the blue... Uh, Equation Ranger is just breakdancing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the red one just tickles a tanga. Yeah, okay, that's sure. fucking weird. They so they make uh, them all. I, so I'm sorry, Sestra's breakdancing, and then Oracle <laughs> so tickles alien a tanga. Zach, okay, um, Frankie, alien Frankie, which fucking one is... <laughs> assaulter. Yes, Mike. Um, I I have to, I have to know which one's the yellow one. The yellow is tedious. Titus? Titus? Wait, I okay, Titus, Titus is apparently red. a professional wrestler. Yes. Okay. Red so Oracle. Well, Titus is the the as I said earlier, Titus is the strong yeah. man. He's not the expert fighter. That's oh, okay. Good. So the, the so f- I red. hate I hate this because they try to make them all quippy and give them personality when their suits. When the whole deal, when they're not in the suits, is they're aliens and they basically have no that, what that we is would recognize very... as personality. No, no, I disagree. It is com- I disagree. They act completely different when they're in the suits, and it's weird. I... You just can't tell, but I think it's one of those things where once you're in a place where you're comfortable, oh, right. your actual personality right, comes right, out. Right, right, It's the anxiety thing again. Like dealing with Sauron. So- yeah. Now that they're in their cool suits, they're they're less self-conscious and they can be their true selves. Yeah. So the Alien Rangers are just five Spider-Man. Can I actually add to that? Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, I don't know if y'all y'all remember, but Jason was very much like this. Like Jason was pretty stone face mm-hmm. out of the suit, and then like got really super quippy and excited when he was in it. Uh, Frankie, I think Zach is conf- is getting confused about the name of um Tommy Jackson? because like his because his uh, okay, actual actually, name the, is Jason David or, Frank. I, 
I, I do want to say... Me, let me remind everyone, Oracle has always been the Red <laughs> Rangers. Right, sure. But I, I, I actually want to break kayfabe for this for a second, because mm-hmm. um, Austin St. John posted a, a video to YouTube, uh, like, yesterday of the day we're recording this. I posted it on the Facebook group, um, uh, where he told a story of his audition to become Jason. And it is, it's so weird to be watching Austin St. John, like not in character tell this like kind of intimate story and it's it's mm-hmm. really fucked because he, he has like this i i'm kind of not sure how to describe it he's got like this this very like city uh almost a new yorker kind of like accent to the way he's talking and it's 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 really wild to watch him talk about this audition where he like he talked about like he auditioned with this like master martial artist and like he it was like he had like eight black belts and Jason and Austin St. John only had like what two at the time. And so he was like terrified of this guy. And it's just, it was kind of boy, a funny story. Boy, pleading poverty and black belts. Am I right? Two. God, I only have two, <laughs> only black, two belts. black belts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get, I mean, I get it. Like it's, it's really intimidating to be training yeah, with yeah. somebody like way or facing off, facing somebody way like more skilled than you or with way more experience than you. So real quick, I I do agree that they act very different in the suits. I have to say something about this scene, which is that all of Angel Grove, or specifically all of the Angel Grove, like, white-collar business district, because everybody's in suits (laughs) with ties, Mm -hmm. has come out to watch this fight. And it reminded with briefcases. Yeah, it reminded me of like the stories about how like at the first Civil War battles you had families like go watch them and eat picnics because they're watching mm. these people try to save them from evil monsters, but they just look like they're having a good old time. And I it's mean, really it's a, we said it. It's a pretty fun fight. Like yeah. I was having a good time yeah. watching it. At one point, they do a wheel. One of them does a wheelbarrow thing with a tenga. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the reasons I really like this episode, unironically, because this is a thing that we never see in the show. We never see in whatever show about Rangers before this, we never see the Rangers just get into a fight with a crowd and the crowd cheering them on. Like, this is a thing that would happen, and I really, yeah, really I like Yeah, I do this. think the, spec- the spectacle aspect of it does add something to the mm-hmm. uh, atmosphere of the scene. The reason I brought that up is so that I can talk about the part where, I'm sorry, what's the yellow one's name? Is it Titus? Don't, don't <laughs> entertain this notion <laughs> yeah, that they have names. Titus, uh... They have names and they Titus matter. Titus does a fucking Hurricane Rana on somebody, uh-huh. and then... And then... After and then he does like a, a big uh, a big swing right like and then he like walks up to a bunch of the people who are watching and flexes mm-hmm. a bunch and it's oh, yeah. the best <laughs> yeah he's the strong man of the group I do I I do love like there was just one point where like the black and yellow were just like bouncing like giddily like uh, entering the fight together yeah it's cute like right it, right at the very beginning yeah. before they started everything. It's fun. Yeah. And so yeah. No, I like I like this fight a lot. I just it just mm-hmm. highlights my pro- a lot of my problems. I think with the alien rangers as characters. The alien rangers. I'll I'll give you so this. So maybe maybe they need the suits on Earth. Like if they're out, maybe mm-hmm. they dehydrate because they're not in those suits oh. and they're just like slowing down and all that jerky movement and stuff is just because they're not used to the Earth atmosphere. There you but go. once they're in the suits, they're fine. The thing is, I imagine that inside the suits. It's just water. Right, yeah, so yeah. you can justify it all you want. That doesn't make them any less boring and frustrating to watch. That, yeah, 
They're great. I don't know what you're talking about. Talking about things that are great, it's been well documented, my love for the Tenga song and the lyrics. But this instrumental version is yeah, really good. Yeah. It feels like I, something that Crush 40 would have done for like a summer I, game. I enjoy the instrumental version of the Tanga Fight song just yeah, fine. It's, it's, it's pretty good. I will, I'll, I'll also say this mm. before we move on real quick. The, um, the way that uh, the Alien Rangers do their... Their like pre-fight pose is they reach behind them and put their hands on the top and bottom of their swords. And I have two questions mm-hmm. about that. A, it just looks weird, and I don't know if it's like a reference to something that makes it's sense. It's the thing the Cocker Rangers do yeah. when they start a okay, fight. I guarantee, I guarantee you just about anything you see with the Alien Rangers in suits is going to be a reference to a Cocker Ranger thing. Okay, the second... And maybe that's why I really like it. I, 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 I mean, I, by all reports, Cocker Ranger is pretty good. Fair enough. The second thing I was going to ask is is if they ever use the swords, and then I forgot they totally use them in just a second. So never mind about the second one. Continue. What's also fun is, um, so we cut back to the, the fucking yeah. uh, white-collar assholes, and like, wow, these people are amazing. Who are oh, they? Yeah. And Billy has sort of infiltrated yeah, the crowd. Billy just kind of <laughs> casually walks up as if people weren't going to notice that he was the one talking to them and the monster was literally <laughs> calling out to him. Yeah. Right. He's like, I don't know, but they're heroes. But also, mm-hmm. here's the thing. If they're like in the past, Billy doesn't really need to protect his identity because he's not going to look so like this for a long time. there's going to be a very awkward thing that Billy has to navigate right now, which is the... Cranston family has suddenly lost their son <laughs> and doesn't know where he is. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> the other thing that happens D- is... Does that actually come up in the show? Oh, I have no idea. I get, um, I would Probably be surprised not. if it does, but like, just thinking about what happened here for a second. He yeah. aged forward, no one around him did, and he can't possibly explain to his parents where what happened. No, no, he can explain it to him. He'll just say that he went to a, a carnival and he made a wish on the, on a mm-hmm. fortune telling machine. Has that <laughs> movie happened yet? Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> well, no, no. When it does happen, he can sue it. <laughs> if present if present day is 1996 and they've gone back, they've gone from being teenagers to being like 10. So mm-hmm. let's say, let's say at 19... most it's been like eight years. Okay. Yeah. So. Big was probably out before 1988, All right, right? Somebody look up when Big came out while I actually try to get this fucking episode ended. I'll do it. You go, so we you cut go. to the command okay, center, no, and me, Alpha says something insane, which is the monster has been you. increasing in power every 20 seconds. Okay. So, Great. That's re- that's So re- that, that no, line is only in the subtitles. Alpha doesn't say that. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Yeah. Seriously. Holy shit. Alpha does- <laughs> Yeah, go back. Go back and listen. Alpha doesn't allude to any like sense of urgency with the monster or anything in the dialogue. It's just in the subtitle. Holy! I think fuck. there. I think it was a glitch or a fuck up or something. That so. I mean, it's if it's a glitch or a fuck up, it's one that logically, like, it, it makes sense. Like, because the whole thing is, hey, this monster's getting more powerful. They have to. They have to stop it right away. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I don't know if Netflix bugged out or what, but like, yeah, that this. This line is invented whole cloth. Alpha doesn't say anything like that. Yeah, he, he what he actually says is that the monster has moved to an abandoned factory or right, or yes, quarry yes. or right. something. Because yeah. yeah, what's what's actually happened is we've transitioned to Kaku Ranger footage. Mm-hmm. So I I found I found the date. Uh, Big actually came out in exactly 1988, 
which means that Billy Cranston is the inspiration for the movie. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. No, Lexi, all I wanted to say is that I think you're right. I think Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers might be a bad show, but the idea of a good show is there. Just get rid of all the kids, get rid of Sordon and Alpha, and make this kind of mass rider. This is a show about aliens coming to defend this planet and how the people treat them and react to them. The characters are great. I, Frankie, it, it could Frankie, be awesome. I have a show that's a lot like Masked Rider that you could check out. It's called Masked uh-huh, Rider. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, I, when you want to record one of those. But they don't have these characters, though. Dex doesn't have the personality of Oracle, <laughs> Delphine, Sestro, Tedious, and Corcus. You want to talk about exciting, well-realized characters? Master Rider. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell that this is Cocker Ranger footage because the mo- one of the monster's hands mm-hmm. is now a magnet for some reason. That was not sure. in the other costume design. Why not? Um, it's also a mm-hmm. lot more... I don't want to necessarily w- say well designed, um, but like oh. it, it there's a more cohesiveness to the design. It doesn't look like somebody slapdash tried to replicate a costume from grainy pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and like so, they fight a little bit. Uh, the monster uses his hand magnet to pull the uh, rangers like blasters out of their holsters. And then he fires them at the rangers, which fortunately doesn't kill them because it's the classic, uh, you know, Power Rangers weapon where it just makes a bunch of explosions happen behind you and you jump around a bunch. Yeah. But, but also they do the, the ninja thing of like... Yeah, they get vaporized and their yeah. clothes are on the ground. Well, yeah, so, yeah, so, <laughs> well, yeah, so they, they disappear and clothes and like shirts that are the same colors as the rangers kind <laughs> mm-hmm. of land on the ground. Like, this is very clearly not the Cocker Ranger suits. I don't... <laughs> it's not a convincing oh, well, yeah, illusion. Definitely. No, yeah, and then Arako shows up with brass knuckles and just punches the shit. No, no, first he taps monster. him on the shoulder. Yeah, he's got a line about, like, knuckle sandwiches. It's... Yeah. Yeah, he literally does the taps him on the shoulder of the monster returns around like, oh, oh uh-huh. what? He's like, your order's here. And he's like, what, did I order something to eat? And he's like, a knuckle sandwich. God, it's such a stupid joke, but it's made amazing by the monster just 100% buying it. Mm-hmm. This show's really good. Yeah, this I love... The, I think I, I honestly enjoyed my time. Like, maybe there's been better episodes, but I enjoyed my time with the Alien Rangers. The, all the suit footage, way more than the Power Rangers. So, so the far. monster complains that they cheated by using ninja tricks, and so he decides to cheat even more by um, having Zed and Rita grow him. That'll work. Which, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, which, that's how that works. Which happens? So then they call the they call the Battle Borgs. Um, I still have trouble calling them Battle Battle Borgs. Yeah. I As still, no, to I still want to yeah. say Beetle. Yeah, it's the Battle Borgs. Uh, so. So the Cocker Rangers, God, I keep calling them, the Alien Rangers, uh-huh. excuse the me. The Aquator Rangers. Aquatian Rangers have their own power coins. And they, they didn't do this the last time they summoned the Battleborgs, mm-hmm. but they like oh, really? throw their power coins into the air and then the power coins turn into the Battleborgs. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how it works in the, for whatever reason, they didn't use, well, no, I mean, they... Okay, never mind. I thought I had an explanation for it. I don't. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. 
That that should be the motto of I this really, show, by the way. But yes. I really like how how these work. Like you don't need a cockpit. You can just have them do yeah, these. You don't dumb need a cockpit. You stuff. can just have them use fucking connect technology instead. <laughs> It's yeah, this is it's great. So they tried to sell this in the beginning the same way they sold tried to sell fucking motion controls like a decade ago. Of <laughs> hey, this is this our technology is way better than yours. We don't need to have a traditional controller with a cockpit or whatever. Ours are mentally controlled. We have to act out all the movements on the ground instead. It's so That's- much better. That's the what weird part. It's so cool. What was that? What was... I, well, I know why you're being such a negative Nancy. It's so cool. What was that octagon thing that the Sega tried to sell? Oh, the activator. Okay. Yeah. The oh, activator. I don't like activator. that term. Yeah, the, the Sega That's... activator. It was like a big octagon that you stood in and like... There were sensors on each side. Each angle was a button. And then they would be like... Yeah, you can play Mortal Kombat, and you just punch and kick. It's like, well, you can punch and kick, but really, you just A is over here, and you wave your hand over it, and B okay, is okay, over here. Okay, actually, I've got a question. <laughs> is Do they do anything horny with it? Because then I might be on board with the term activator. I mean, Night Trap was on Sega CD, so sort of? So no. <laughs> the whole irony of the Night Trap controversy is, that is it's, not it's only, no. sala- it's only yeah. salacious because of the controversy. Right. The actual thing is they nothing. They fight putties and that. Yeah. So anyway, there's a. Oh, now now I'm imagining putties in Night Trap instead of whatever those things were. That would have been better. Well, they look like putties. Um. So there's a there's a Battleborgs sequence that I guess is kind of fun if you like watching gymnastics awesome. routines that are then replicated by giant robots. If not, then then why are you watching the show? <laughs> this is the show. Um. But like they they do yeah, like Lexi, a- it's very strange that you started this like uh like uh Alien Rangers podcast. Yeah. You know, since you don't like Alien yeah. Rangers. Very Here's much. what I'll say. I like the concept of it, but. I do think, it, like, any other time I've seen something like this in an anime or, or or a TV show or whatever, like like G Gundam, for instance. Oh, God, G Gundam. They'll be like, they'll, like, punch, and the intention is carried out by their, by their robot, but it's not usually literally the exact same motion, which is what this is, which means that... It's better technology. Which means that, like, when they do their like special moves which which involves them getting into like a gymnastics pyramid they have to actually do it and it is a little goofy (laughs) it's great it's great so like honestly without any hint of irony of jokiness this is a thing that i look for in a power rangers type show or in a sentai show like this goofy oh it's super goofy crazy yeah there's that it's what yeah. I want. So, so this is um I the only way I would be more on board with this is if they went full Pacific Rim with it and the bat the Battleborgs yeah. actually could combine into one robot and then all five of them would have to like be in perfect sync doing the That'd same motions. That'd be really good. Or 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 like someone has to hang off the arms of one person and, and yeah, while yeah, they stand or they physically the have others. to form a human megazord. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, an aqua an aquatin megazord. Yeah, Aquitian. Aquitian. Yeah, Aquitian. Yeah, I love that uh I have a couple things to say. Uh first of all it better just be a couple because we're cutting this thing off pretty quick. Oh no, I know. So first of all, um they 
<laughs> they they beat the monster. Ranger Wiki says this is the only time that the Battleborns ever defeat a monster, which I think is interesting. Well, yeah, I, I think they I think they use the Megazords most of the other times. Oh, okay, got it. Like, I think oh, it's the okay. only time where the Battleborgs by themselves just clown on someone. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, that's basically it. Like they uh, they fucking gymnastics this thing to death, and it does the whole turns into a like a script and then in the sky and then explodes. So then we cut to a news crew fucking running out of a van, mm-hmm. and we get to the one part of the episode I have been begging or I've been waiting to talk about. Is it be- is it for a reason that I can guess? Yeah, I think I just noticed what you're waiting to get okay, to. There's two things in this scene that I really, really need to talk okay. about. It's um, insane. The first, okay. It's the so first crazy. thing is we see, so we're at a, like a, if you remember back in the future when um, they had Ranger Day or whatever, and they yeah, had Power the Rangers, Rangers come up on stand, mm-hmm. and Mayor Carrington, mm-hmm. which, sidebar, the mayor's name is literally Caring Town. Yeah, it's good. it's good. Mayor Carrington like cares about the town. It's, yeah, oh, God. The slogans write themselves. Anyway, she looks exactly the same as she does in the future, which means Weird. she is an immortal. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. She's yeah, a bad right. part. Well, Daywalker, because it's clearly clearly daytime. Oh, yeah. Um, which is awesome. Like, the, the town is run by an immortal. Oh, she might just be, like, have some pact with demons like the mayor and Buffy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Power Rangers is, or, or sorry, uh, Angel, Angel Grove, Grove is definitely a, a hellmouth, yes. Right, Continue. yeah, almost certainly. Um, so, anyway, so it pans across I the Rangers. I was just going to say, and, maybe she was just at the point of her age that even eight years doesn't really change much. Eh, that's Man. not No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, that's a huge leap of logic. I just can't follow you. <laughs> So anyway, so we get this uh, panning shot of all the rangers, and mm-hmm. behind them are a bunch of different flags. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know where they yep. pulled these flags from, but we. I have to assume. I have to assume someone just told the prop department get some brightly colored it's flags. So, so the first mm-hmm. flag is but. blue and white, and I don't know countries' flags very well. Does that correspond to a country? Or like I mean, even like an organization, um, the, the far off land of bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's not quite the bi flag, but that's a reasonable leap because the very next flag is just the gay flag. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a rainbow uh-huh. flag, y'all. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. These are these are all fucking pride flags. Yeah. If you pause at yeah. 1838 on the Netflix, on the to the left of the mayor is the trans yeah, flag. Yeah, okay, so that. that's not mm-hmm. it's not the trans flag as it exists today because that wasn't invented until like 1999. Mm. Okay, maybe but it's the colors. It's then. or at it's, least three of the main colors. Right. Well, the I mean the colors were picked specifically like the the colors and the way they're aligned are intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. The way it's lined out, because but it's the, purple, white, pink in this. Which yeah, so in, that's that actually kind of cor- that's actually more the bi flag colors, I think. Okay. Oh, because okay. the, okay. the whole thing so with the trans flag. Sorry, but you're me. talking about a subject I know pretty closely. Yeah, no, 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 the whole it's fine. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm probably wrong, but like. Th- Definitely, like, with these two flags being next to the rainbow yes, flag. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. That rainbow flag is unmistakable. And so what you're trying to tell me is that Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers invented pride? Well, so <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. we got to be really careful um, talking too much, even, like, jo- joking about, like, gay pride and 
this show because like oh, we know well, in yes, this era there's yeah. some pretty serious issues with homophobia behind the scenes for sure yeah, yeah. Uh, like the show yeah. gets no credit i this is i yeah. was like watching this and thinking okay one of two things happened either somebody on the show who does give a shit snuck something on here or they are so mm-hmm. ignorant that they had no idea they they must be that sec- they must have just grabbed a bunch of flags and it's like oh shit um okay so i would wager someone in the prop department uh who was cool pulled mm-hmm. a prank on the rest of the crew yeah. who didn't know yeah that's what i want to that's mm-hmm. what i want to think Oh, you wanted colorful flags. Yeah, I got some. Oh, yeah, I, I totally <laughs> have yeah, look some. This is a rainbow. You, know, I'm a, I'm you don't get any more person. colorful like, than a rainbow. personal flags of mm-hmm. mine or anything. Right. Because, I mean, the rainbow uh, one's on both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Double rainbow flags. I yep. mean, to be fair, if you're trying to get, like, colorful flags, you could probably find a lot of those. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Uh, can I... Okay, can I just say one last thing and kind of yeah. serious? We're at the end of the episode. Uh, Go for it. So, television's really bad portraying minorities and people of color and people of different races and from different places. Yes. Even when they have them there, they kind of are just white too. Like, it's- they, they make them... Uh, Act white, talk right. white, yeah. behave It definitely white. feels like the people so, writing them are still writing them as white people. Mm-hmm. So I've always, as a kid growing up, I felt more comfortable with the alien characters, with the characters that weren't human, because the human felt white. So as, as a kid growing up in Mexico, I always like gravitated towards alien characters. And that's probably why I care so much about alien rangers, actually. And it's like, it's, and I know that this is just a scene of like, oh, the heroes get their victory day, but seeing it, it actually feels really nice to be like, hey, y'all are important, you saved the Absolutely. day. Absolutely. And so, like, uh, we, make fun, we make fun a lot <laughs> about how like, overly saccharine good the show is, but the upside to that is we've got this... We've got this scene here of these very clearly different weird uh, apologies because mm-hmm. weird is kind of a judgmental term, but like they're specifically being written to come off as weird. Um, like, Non-angel oh, Groovians? Non-typical. Yeah, like yeah, but like very literally alien characters and literally everyone mm-hmm. is like, hey, these guys are fucking awesome. We yeah. love these guys. We'll yeah, welcome it, them and we support them. They're cheering for them like every fucking day more shit Go, comes down, either as the ice shit or travel ban, and like, man, it fucking sucks. It just fucking sucks, and I live in the middle of Texas, and sometimes when I'm walking down the street somewhere, I'm like, hey, am I gonna run, or I'm taking the bus, am I gonna run into a bigot, and shit's gonna go down, and to have media, even if they don't mean it, to be able to interpret media in a positive way to keep you going through the day, super important to me. So, uh, probably all the other episodes of Alien Rangers suck. This one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think no, it's cool. That, yeah, I think there's a lot to appreciate in it. Um, I, I rip on it because I've watched so much. Mm-hmm. Well, that's well, your that, job. But also, I've watched so much Power Rangers, I'm just fucking done with its bullshit. Can I say so? Can it's I say something really quickly? Show. I love the the speaking of them acting like weird intentionally. 
Um, when mm-hmm. she puts the first medal on, uh, what's the, what's the text Cestro? name? Sestro. Thank you. Uh, the blue his interior. reaction is so like, what the fuck are you doing to me? Like, <laughs> and I really like, like, oh, yeah, he super that. does not understand what medals are. And he is like, what is happening? That is an alien characteristic I can get behind. When yeah. they react to what would be yeah. totally normal interactions for human beings, the yeah. way a dog acts when you put tape on its head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's very like what is ha- like he doesn't like well, being what are you touched. doing? What are you doing to me? Stop it. Stop it. Well, it's, yeah, well, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, there's there's a bit of the anxiety thing, too, but, like, he's watching this fucking ribbon as it's going over him, like, wait, is that gonna go on to me? What the hell? And then, like, it gets stuck, uh, like, on his alien protuberance, and he's like, wait, what? What? Oh, so the rangers are all, are the, are the, the once and future rangers are all off yeah. in the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, against the news van, it looks like, um. Yeah, it's it's weird, and I guess it's I guess this is what we're gonna be dealing with for the rest of this. Is it's weird seeing like normal Billy and kid everybody else hanging out. That's a yeah. little strange. Billy the babysitter. What's wrong with like a teenager kid watching over a bunch of small kids? Yeah, that's not yeah. weird. Yeah. Except the teenager looks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yep. But anyway, yeah. they're like, so, hey. But he's just like, well, I guess we don't have to worry about what happens if the alien rangers get seen in public. I guess that's just ripped that band aid yeah, off. The, yeah, I think it was Aisha mm. says, yeah, if the, the only help they'll need now is maybe like celebrity bodyguards. And then Billy's just like, I don't know, guys. I have a feeling everything's just going to get way worse from here on out because we're only on episode three of a 10 part miniseries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, our power coins are gone, and the Equation Rangers can't stick around forever, and also, you're all still children? Yeah, I mean, he has a point in that our whole plan was to use the power of the power coins to fix all this, and we literally can't do that now. Yeah, totally. So, unfortunately, the show has not introduced any other, like, magical MacGuffins that could fix anything, so I guess we're in for a long haul. Uh, Tune in next week to to find out how they're going to maybe get out of this mess. Yeah, and I mean, we should mention, just because we've been mentioning it, there's some outtakes during the credits. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah not, those out, they not. haven't been very interesting lately. No, they were, they're just flubbed lines. Another thing I wanna, I've been wanting to mention for a while, and I don't know what, if anything, we're ever going to do with this, but um, there was a whole run of little, like, sh- shorts that Zio, played at either the beginning. Like the Serial. Serial. Yeah, yeah. That they played at either the beginning or the end of these episodes, I think, in syndication. I've never seen them, and I, I don't remember them at all a either. Ton of them because I was looking at the wiki entry for this episode, and it mentioned mm-hmm. that it was um, the twenty eighth, right, or yeah, something like the, that. No, yeah, I think it was the twenty sixth. Yeah, the twenty sixth. Like, yeah, still serial short aired before a later airing of this episode. Like they had a ton of them. Yeah, and, and apparently and they were supposed to kind of set up for Zio. Yeah, I've never seen them. They tease Zio, but apparently they're non-canonical and like <laughs> actually actively contradict what happens in I a mean, number of ways. I mean, yeah, yep. that sounds like how Power Rangers operates. But yeah, um, at some point we might want to take a look at those and just talk about them a bit. Um, we might. Yeah. I don't know if we'll do That's an episode. That's probably a bonus episode material maybe, kind of thing. We'll, I guess we'll see what's, what's to them. Uh, but anyway, I have a whole bunch of questions that are left over from when um, Zach was missing. And we're not going to do them because, good lord, <laughs> it's been two super hours. Super fucking long, yeah. <laughs> Wait, this is not a 
six hour podcast? Oh god, My no. Bad. I, That's why I was talking so much. I am fucking done with y'all. <laughs> which I think is going to be my new sign off. Love you, Lexi. Uh, no, no uh, all jokes aside, uh, thank you, everyone, for being there. Thank you for to the listeners who have put up with this nonsense. I do hope you enjoyed it. Um, I uh, We were having fun. It's a good show. Um, and I have to assume that if you've stuck with us for 150 episodes, like this is what you enjoy, because yeah. this is normally what you get. Yeah. I feel like there's a certain you... subset of our listeners that, like, I don't know what we did to earn this, but it feels like there's no fucking way we're going to chase y'all off because you're still listening. <laughs> well, some folks like us when we're mm-hmm. at our, our most fucking just sloppy disaster. Like, <laughs> well, and for the people who don't, if for some reason you have hated this nonsense and are still listening, um, I mean, we're going to get back to the original status quo at the end of this. I'm actually bringing yes. it up because uh, I made a, a fucking Twitter account for this version of the show. I'm, I'm sorry for bullying you into doing that. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, it was at not a... I mean, you didn't bully. I thought it was a hilarious bit, and I was more than happy to jump onto it. <laughs> yeah. um, Frankie, Frankie goaded us into creating a Twitter account for this version of the show. And I immediately mm-hmm. made a um, joke about the original show account being uh, being a rogue account, and not uh, exi- not being real or whatever. And right. I got a message from somebody on Twitter, like seriously asking, um, "Is so? Is this like is TWA over now? Is this no. like a new <laughs> yeah, thing?" No. And, I had to, oh, and I had to immediately sorry. break kayfabe to be like, "Oh no, we're just kind of doing a thing for this miniseries. We'll get back to normal eventually." So, 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 oh, what is sorry. what is the temporary name? Um, I'm loath to even say it because I made that account at work. I don't even know what the pat what password I set for it is, so I can only <laughs> check it during the weekdays. <laughs> That's great. All right, so folks, if you want to send us questions that we won't have time to answer, um, at Teens with Toot on Twitter. Teenswithtude at gmail.com and the Facebook group is Teenagers with Attitude. You can also send them to at Aliens with Borgs. I wanted to say <laughs> Aliens with B Borgs because that's the uh, subdomain I made for the show. But um, Twitter's, uh, Twitter's username length is criminally short. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I ran into that problem when we did Going Pear Shaped for a while. I ran into that problem when I made my fit. actual Twitter. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, hey, so how about, how about our guests? Uh, Jordan, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, well, we mentioned very quickly at the beginning, Warren Beasts is archived at Audio Entropy, but also currently I'm working on a podcast called, uh, What's McCracken, which is kind of like a cartoon rewatch discussion podcast focusing on stuff by Craig McCracken and me and a couple of friends are, we're currently going over Wander Over Yonder which was a Disney series Craig did. Uh, it's actually really good at times. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I've been listening on a. It's a fun show, so check it out if you if you've ever liked any of uh, of that stuff. But I've I like Craig McCracken stuff. In case you you haven't heard mm-hmm. or don't know who that is, he is the co creator of uh, of the original Powerpuff Girls. I don't think he had anything to do with the bad re- reboot. No, no, the, the Cartoon Network just took those from him. Yeah, and also the um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. And I love both those shows, and I'd never heard of Wander Over Yonder until you guys started doing this. So, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, well, sometimes some companies are very bad at promoting their things. Yeah, Disney especially for some <laughs> reason. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but let's go. I'm I'm running a a game based on Kingdom Hearts, and one of the properties you mentioned, I was like, oh yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, there you go. It is a, it is a great universe. All right, um, so, so uh, we got to right. move this along because I, yes, I've gone longer a longer uh, time without peeing than I think I have in months. <laughs> okay. um, oh no, Frankie, Frankie uh, go, Frankie go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's steal a podcast on audio entropy, basho and tell on the garbage sum. Thank you for having me here again. I have immense fun when I'm here. I'm sorry for derailing you Frankie, with my bad you takes. You don't have opinions. to apologize for anything. I love having you on. <laughs> this has been great. Yeah. So whenever I can, if you guys will let me, I love being in the show. I... Uh, thank you so much for making it. Thank you so much for having me. It's I think amazing. we need to get Frankie on ne- the next time we have Luke, just because I know Luke is not going to be on board with praising the show, and I want to oh, see sure. those sparks fly. Yes, okay. <laughs> Listen, I am Let's Place's biggest fan, and Luke hates that, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Uh, y'all make good stuff. Yeah, right. no, I, I enjoy right. it. You know what, Frankie, some, if we ever do another Let's Place, Let's Place, we'll be sure to invite you. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. I, I've started five different projects documenting stuff from Let's Plays, and I always abandon okay, them midway. Okay, so um, that I guess it's probably worth mentioning uh, if you're going to be at PAX. Um, oh, yeah, sure. I think mm-hmm. we might have mentioned this last week. I can't remember, but I'm going to keep reiterating it. Um, if you're going to be at PAX West, um, Let's Plays is doing a, doing a panel. It's going to be like the uh, one we did at PAX South. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was crap, very I hope good. somebody has the time, because I don't... It's Sunday... I believe it's seven? Yeah, that sounds right. Sunday in the evening. I think it's six. Yeah, so. I think it's six. Yeah, in the Sandworm Yeah, it's definitely yeah. in the Sandworm theater. theater. I remember that. Definitely double check. Yeah. Like, cause none yeah, of us it's remember Sunday in the Sandworm Theater, either six or seven. Um, Just show up at six. Stick around for whatever else is there, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're worth it. Just spend your whole Sunday in the Sandworm but yeah, Theater. Um, eventually, like, I eventually we'll do enough of those panels that you could do a Let's Place, Let's Place just on the live shows. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's that's for That'd the future. Um, for now, we're going to fucking wrap it up. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you for yes. listening. Uh, tune in next time for Aliens with Battleborgs. I've been Lexi. I've been Mike. I've been Jordan. I'm Frankie. I'm Zach. Stay wet, y'all. <laughs> Jesus. I Jesus. May, <laughs> may the wetness protect you always. <laughs> Fuck.